Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. Episode one, four, five. Bumbo number four, five. <laughs> For the week of September 20, 2020. 2020. Like that shit? My name. It's Josh, a.k.a. J.K. Fire. This week, I'm joined by the man in the Minnesota Vikings gear, Will, a.k.a. I, Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you doing on this Sunday afternoon? I'm doing fine, man. Oh, I'm excited about these. Uh, so I've been drinking Zion's energy drinks for a while. Hashtag not an ad. Not an ad, yes. <laughs> Um, they've had the same four flavors. I was telling Josh, like yes. for about 10 years and today in the store, they had new flavors. I lost my mind. So I'm excited. I'm gonna... Mind has been. Yeah. Will, do you think we win against the Indianapolis, Indianapolis Colts? I almost did not Apple-ies? say it. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck I was I saying. Right there. Worked. Um, Philip Rivers. You know, I think that, uh, after last week, we're going to turn it around. I mean, our offense still put up like 30 points, which is damn good. We just couldn't beat the fucking Packers. Yeah, it's... Without preseason, that game to start off the year is so hard because we're putting in players we're not exactly sure how they play or how they're going to do in a game-time scenario. We lost a lot of veteran talent as well. Injuries, just people bowing out because of COVID, which is understandable. Yep. But um, this year's kind of just weird. It is because because of everything going on, but you know we still got football on TV, so that's that's good. We do. It's going um, on right now, as a matter of fact. Yeah, I think it's going to be a closer game than I want, but I think we pull out the win this week. Okay, people are saying that the Colts are better than what they did last week. At least they should be. I don't trust Philip Rivers, but that's just me. Um, but apparently old. their own line is really good, and our defensive line is young. So who knows if we're able to get in there? Yeah. But um, I agree. I think we'll bounce back this week. This is. I looked at her schedule. First and foremost, let's say this. Welcome, everybody who's tuning in the live show right now. Uh, Jordan, yeah. welcome. He says, I don't think we win in general. Um, I mean, we are Minnesota sports, so is what that is. What's up, Lunchy? Welcome back as well. And then also, Jordan, thank you for the six-month resub on a six-month streak, my man. Woo! There it is. What's up? What's Every time. Every time. Never fails. You got to do it. God. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. We'll see what happens. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, no, but I was looking at our schedule, right? Yeah. We have a tough schedule. Yeah. Like tougher than I thought. And Josh came in here, other Josh, not me, obviously, uh, came in here and was talking about his beloved Steelers. They have one of the easiest schedules in the NFL. Like, yeah, stupidly easy. So... We'll see in, in the, in the non-existent wager between other Josh and myself. I mean, the, his Steelers have to be better than our Vikings just based off schedule alone, but it is what it is. Um, Will, do you want to know what's coming up on this week's episode of the what show? You, what do you got? The future of the HCS is announced. We have also tournament recaps that Will's going to go over. We have which Halo is the best Halo? Who gives a shit? Uh, CDL 2021 is taking shape. We have a roster. 
it's completely announced at this point. And then we have some couple more shakeups, some pickups happening around the league. Uh, we have PlayStation, NVIDIA, and Xbox. Oh, my. And video games to round out the show. Will, let's get started with some competitive news. Pen Halo merch is available right meow. You can go to the link that's in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show right meow. And you can buy some merch right meow. And next news story. Europa Halo teams and free agent lists. This is by Europa Halo on Twitter, and I quote, To continue our support for EU Halo in the upcoming HCS Halo 5 season, spoiler alert, you can add your team, partial team, or free agent to our list to help you find a team or scrim for practice. So we included in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show um, a link that you can sign up to be on the list and then a link to the list itself. So both of those are there. Next up, final Hydra Gaming Ladies Tournament has been announced. This is by Hydra Gaming, and I quote, We are pleased to announce the last 4v4 HCS Ladies Tournament. We absolutely love this community and cannot wait to expand even more. Be sure to message OhaCutie for more information. Starts October 3rd at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with a prize pool of $300, which is subject to change. And finally, the big one, the one that we've been waiting for. The Halo 5 Pro Series Announcement. This is by HCS over on HaloWaypoint.com, and I quote, As Halo Infinite continues to bake in the oven, we wanted to provide some updates on what to expect in Halo esports in the near future. Since the announcement of Halo Infinite shift to 2021, we've been working as quickly as we can with our partners to provide some competition for players to keep busy and sharpen their skills until the HCS returns for Halo Infinite. Our goals include the following. Provide regular competitions for players around the world to compete in. Continue to experiment with new formats and broadcast experiences where it makes sense and provide support for players of both MCC of Halo 3 as well as Halo 5. Serve for MCC competition. Just a few days ago, we saw the stunning conclusion to the MCC Pro Series season with the last dance winning in the Open Tournament and then winning in the Pro Tournament immediately after. Congratulations to Goofy, Eco, Gilkey, and Trippy. For the remainder of the year, we will be shifting formats to put more focus on Halo 5 once again. We understand there are still many players who love competing in Halo 3 as well as Halo 5, and we wanted to ensure those players can keep competing, especially with the exciting upcoming release of Halo 3 ODST and the highly anticipated Halo 3 hit registration update. Halo 3's format will now shift to a weekly open tournament, and the prize pool has been doubled from $500 to $1,000 due to the continued support of Halo 3 from the community. In order to ensure teams can compete in multiple tournaments, both run by 343 and HCS Grassroots Partners, these will now take place each Friday beginning on Friday, September 25th. Player seeds will still be tracked by Faceit ELO to allow for properly seeded tournaments, but there are no roster transaction restrictions so you can feel free to compete with whomever you'd like on a weekly basis. See below for the full roadmap. The PC dates for Halo 3 are the following. September 25th, October 2nd, October 9th, October 16th, November 23rd, we know October 23rd, Jesus Christ, November 6th, November 13th, November 20th, November 27th, December 4th, and December 11th. Halo 5 Pro Series on Xbox. Since the last major Halo 5 tournament nearly two years ago, wow, two years ago, our focus has been on MCC. We've seen a great response from players, fans, and partners during this time, but we heard feedback that fans of Halo 5, especially those in other regions, were also clamoring to compete once again. 
The HCS Grassroots Tournament partners like Europa Halo, GT Halo, and SWAT Nation have done so much to support Halo 5 fans in the meantime. Thank you. And we wanted to show more official support for Halo 5 in addition to MZC. For the remainder of the year, due to growing feedback from the community, we are shifting the main focus of the Pro Series format to Halo 5 on Xbox, but with two major changes. We've adjusted the format for North American competition, and we've added competition for LATAM, EMEA, as well as ANZ. For the North America format, we will start the season with two open tournaments. This ensures we have more face at ELO and seeding to go from rather than just one tournament. Will is shaking his head. Wasn't there issues with face it before? Yeah. And all their seeding yeah. and whatnot. So I hope this rounds it out and does it right. I'm surprised they're sticking with face it. I mean, I don't know how many other options you have, but I'm surprised yeah, they're just sticking with that face. That just it. might be it. Yeah. options. Could be. The top 16 teams from the second open tournament will move on to the first pro tournament. The pro tournament will feature the same format as the MCC Pro Series, but we'll start with a round-robin group stage, four groups of four, which will then feed into an eight-team single elimination bracket. Once again, those eight teams in the single elimination bracket will qualify for the subsequent pro tournament, while the remaining teams must fight through the open bracket once more in the following week. After the conclusion of the second pro tournament, we will hold a season championship for the top eight teams. This tournament will feature a round-robin group stage, two groups of four, which will then feed into a four-team single elimination bracket where the winner will be crowned season champion. Kind of surprised that's not double elim for the final. But it is. More, it is. I like it. More high stakes, though. Sure. Maybe. maybe uh, well, there's more money on the line, too, which would yeah. make me think that a double elim. But it's fine. It is what it is. We got what we got. We will then host another season with the same format. Face it, ELO will remain. Two seasons. Not bad. North America Roadmap and Prizing. September 26th and October 3rd are open tournaments with each $1,000. October 10th is the pro tournament for five grand. October 17th is open for 1000 October 24th is pro for 5000 November 7th is the season championship. $10,000 broadcasted on Twitch and YouTube. Number f- November... Words. November 14th, open, $1,000. November 21st, pro, 5000 November 28th, open, 1000 December 5th, pro, 5000 And on December 12th, the second season championship, $10,000 broadcast on Twitch and YouTube. This this kind of feels like the Pro League without like the relegation thing. This feels like Pro League with less broadcasts and yes, without the rele- relegation. And I'm all here for it. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the open tournament allows amateurs the chance to get in with pros on those pro tournaments multiple times. That's like your relegation type aspect, right? right? But the thing is, is that you're not, you're not relegating any of the top eight teams to Mm -hmm. replace them with another team. So if anything, the top eight just move on to the next one. Yeah. So, so it's, I think it's, it's a good chance for someone to come through open and then get a chance against the pros. And if you surprise someone great on you, um, right. But no, I think it's I think it's good. It's, it, it shines some more light on the amateur squads. Absolutely, prize pool increases as well. Added tournaments. That's, I mean, that's fantastic. And the fact that there's technically two seasons. Yeah, that's awesome. Latam, ANZ, and EMEA format. The remainder of the year will be split into two seasons. Each week there will be an open tournament where players are competing for one thousand dollars in prizing as well as face at Elo. 
After multiple weeks of competition, the top eight teams from the final open tournament will qualify for the season championship. The season championship will feature a round robin, two teams of four, group stage, which will then feed into a four-team single Elim bracket. We'll then host another season with the same season format once again. Face it, ELO will remain. Therefore, they do not have pro tournaments. They just have opens leading into the season final. And the roadmap for them include, includes September 26th, open. October, well, all of these are open except the season championships. So September 26th, October 3rd, October 10th, 17th, 24th. Those are all open tournaments with $1,000 a piece. October 31st, season championship, five grand. November 14th, 21st, and 28th, open tournaments, $1,000 a piece. And December 5th, the season championship, five grand. So they don't have pro tournaments and their season championships are reduced by $5,000. But the fact of the matter is they're being included and they have their own tournaments to go on. And the other thing too is... um. This is cool. So I'm torn, but I I think I'm more on the side of I like how this is going. So I'm torn because they're not being given the opportunity to play against North American players, but at the same time, you don't have to deal with uh, host and that like server lag and that type of shit in terms of people in other regions. So I think I'm leaning more on the side of that's good, that they don't have to deal with that, so there's hopefully better competition. It's just that that part of me is like, well, if you want to get better, what's better than playing against the best? Right, but then I feel like they won't have a good shot at a prize if they're playing against right. NA. Right, and there's, like I said, I, I'm more on the side of this is a good thing, but there is that that feeling of, you know, yeah. Also, what's up, Great Red Shift? Welcome as well to the live show. Registration. Registration on Face It will be available in the coming days. Follow at HCS on Twitter to see exactly when it goes live. We're excited to resume Halo 5 competition as we're sure many of you are as well, but you might be wondering why we're going with Xbox. We know lots of Halo competitors have been gaming on PC this year as we've experimented with and supported MCC on PC. Support on MCC PC will continue, but we feel the console experience for Halo 5 overall is more stable and reliable for large open competitions and tournaments with larger prize pools. Additionally, only the console version features Observer Mode, which is critical for broadcasting Halo 5 competitions, which we intend to do. All this information, as well as tournament results when they take place, will be featured on Halo.gg slash Halo 5 Pro Series, or H5 Pro Series. We understand that the wait for Halo Infinite has been a long one, and we appreciate all the, competi- uh, the competitive community's patience as we work to deliver the best Halo title we possibly can. We do not take this lightly. Thank you all for your dedication to competing in Halo, and we wish everyone luck in the upcoming competitions. There you go. The one point I want to make is, of course, the people that are upset that they're not playing Halo 5 on PC. It was obviously stated in the article, but I just want to hit this point home. Tashi, 343, others that work for the company have said multiple times that it's not stable enough. And that they're not working on it. They have other bigger priorities to take care of. And that does not include Halo 5 on PC at this time. That's not a bad thing. They're a company that has other things to do. Well, they got, they're obviously working on Infinite. Yes. They have Halo 4 for MCC. Yes. 
And then once those pieces are done, you can put it in the maybe pile, but right. I really doubt it at this point. Right. And they're, they're continually working on seasons for MCC. They're going to continually work on seasons for infinite. Like it's, I'm not going to say, don't get your hopes up, but keep your expectations in check. Sure. You know, and for those that are upset that it's not being played on PC, there's this thing called the internet <laughs> and Google use it. It's said multiple times. I mean, I, I get the complaint that it doesn't play as well. Sure. PC fixes, Heavy aim is a motherfucker. I yeah, get it. Yeah. PC fixes a lot of those issues, yes. but what's the point in putting on a tournament where you're going to have constant disconnect, map crashes, you know, game restarts. It just, it's not viable. Right. And, and those who say, well, all they have to do is just add observer mode. And there you go. It's not that simple. It's not. Yeah. It's just not that simple. They, they, they can't, they don't just flip a switch and be like observer mode equals on, right? That's not what the fuck that does. There's a lot more that goes into it. There's not a team working on it right now. Okay. Yeah. It's just the fact of the matter. Move on. Well, that's it for the competitive news. Upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com for all your Halo esports needs. Sunday, September 20th, that's today. Esports Arena Halo 5 Foley Foe. Later on today, check that out. I imagine there will be a stream arena. Check it out. Watch it. Love it. Thursday, September 24th. Midnight Halo 1v1 before sunset. They had the before sunrise. Now it's before sunset. Saturday, September 26th, we have the GT Halo Quarantine Schoolyard Halo 5 4v4. It's back and potentially the last one. So if you're interested in signing up, do so. And let me hit this point home. If you had already registered when they first made this announcement, you need to re-register. Okay. Due to the Halo 5 announcement. Thank the, you. The, the Pro Series. Yes. They had to redo registration because people were moving over to the pro series other than this gives people an opportunity to choose what they want to play. Yes. So please, if you have already registered with the first registration period after the Halo 5 pro series announcement, like Will said, they reopened registration because they're trying to gauge interest now that that tournament is taking place as well. Please re-register if you plan on competing, if you haven't re-registered already. There you go. And shout out to GT Halo for being so, like, flexible. Yeah. Um, They do incredible work. And... The jerseys are bomb. <laughs> facts. Straight facts. Um, Also on Saturday, September 26th, we have the Halo Project Brazil and Halo Columbia LATAM Super Fiesta FFA. Oh, this brings back to Halo Outpost Discovery a little bit. The Fiesta FFA. Oh, the my Super God. Fiesta FFA. I got so screwed towards Did the, you? towards the end of, I mean, I was screwed from the beginning cause I just, I got wrecked by you guys, but sure. the last half of the map was literally like plasma pistols or needlers. And I couldn't do anything when you guys have the freaking power weapons, oh my super God. power weapons, I should say. But yeah. That was good times. Good times. Um, also taking place on Saturday, September 26th. And I just haven't included them because they're earlier on. Um, we have the first, the first open tournaments for the MCC, I mean, not the MCC, the Halo 5 Pro Series, Halo 5 tournaments, okay? It's so, weird to say Halo 5 Pro Series because it, it kind of flew, it was right off the tongue. MCC, MCC Pro, Pro Series. Pro series. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So now it's Halo 5 Pro Series. The first two open tournaments 
the NA and then the other regions tournaments are taking place on September 26th as well. And then on Sunday, September 27th, we have the Penn Halo, Halo 3, 4v4 draft tournament. Sign up for everything. Links provided in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. If you're interested, they're all there. Will, that's it for the upcoming tournaments presented by NoobCombo.com. What do we got next? All right, just one piece of roster mania here. We have an announcement from Druck and his full team. It's going to be Super CC, Talik, Soul Snipe, and, of course, Druck. So look for them out on the playing field. Yes, that roster announcement was made after the announcement for the Pro Series. Yep, so they'll be, so, uh, they'll be competing in that. And you think they can, uh, they can push through? I mean, we have, you know, Sentinels plus Random because, what, APG's gone... Frosty, do you think Frosty's going to come play with them again? I don't see why not. Um, no, I don't think, I don't think the CDL teams, I don't think they have Cold War in their hands necessarily. I think they do. You think they're practicing right now yeah. on Cold War? Well, the, the, the alpha was this weekend. Right. That's and true. Everyone's playing this weekend. So the question is, do they have the full game or do they have like a beta that they're just playing? Right. Or a lot of the teams are just going back to World War II because it's the same kind of shooting mechanics, same kind of movement. Sure. And then I know that, so deadlines for contracts and whatnot, it's, that's passed. Mm-hmm. So they must have their teams figured out by now. Um, I don't know. It's The thing is, so you asked, do, do I think this team has a chance? I think any team necessarily has a chance. My question is, as you were alluding to with Frosty and whatnot, who comes back? Yeah. Do we see Do we see Shotzi compete for fun in these? In In my mind, though this this whole series this season goes through November, December, in December. Yep, into December. So like midway, I think. Right. Cut are, off. Are we gonna get CDL in before or after that? Like, so according to. When we get to Cotton Other Games Watch, in the article that's included in there, like one of the first sentences is that the CDL 2021 season has officially begun. And I'm like, how? Well, if by season you mean like the whole thing, yeah. I guess, but not gameplay in terms of. It's like the off season, right? Sure. Like, sure. Like, I mean, they should have said that then. Technically, so technically with the NFL, yeah. The, the, yeah, the 20. The new season starts with, like, free agency, right? Because right. you're signing players for the next year. Right, but that's what they're saying. Right. They say it's we're an NFL free agency. It's yeah. now time for the NFL combine. <laughs> but they, I don't hear them all. I don't – I actually – I don't think I hear anyone say because the 2020 season has begun. Because you when, you talk, when, you, when you say season, they think the – Regular the, season. And the actual games. Yes. Yeah. That's so. why when week one of the NFL starts, it's – the regular season has begun. Yeah. Week one of the NFL regular season. Right. I get what you're. I get what they're getting at, though. Um, uh, so silly Mikey says they'll come back for infinite. Okay, so probably. do you not think that Shotzi comes back for this for H five? I don't think so. I don't think Shotzi comes back. Frosty maybe because he didn't land on a major squad that we know of. Yes, that we know of. Yep. Um, and he has been playing with Sentinels. So, but who knows? Um. We're obviously not going to dive deep into uh, the snake bite situation. Um, 
I just hope that everything's okay and that he comes back soon, obviously. Uh, but yeah, I really want to know who comes back, what are the teams going to look like, and the way that they structured this is that they're able to compete in both Halo 3 and Halo 5 if they want. Um, Silly says, no, it depends on the winnings amount. Well, I mean, we talked about the winnings amount. For this series, it's fine. For 2000, yeah, no. Um, but here's the thing. Frosty right now is not playing in anything technically. True. So why not make some money that we know in Halo? Of. Yeah, that we know. That's the big thing. Yeah. So why not make, you know, the, what, the, the, the top fri- prize is five grand for the, the series final and then a thousand nope. well, or ten grand for it's them. It's ten grand and then it's five grand for every pro tournament. Yeah, so why not make some extra money while you're waiting for to. CDL? Yeah, and like I, this is so weird. I I'm excited for next week because I think next week is when we'll we can talk about rosters that that are competing and whether or not they're competing in both. That's what I oh, really yeah, want to know. Halo, it's Halo three and five going on at the same time. Yes, so I want to know if teams are sticking together if they're playing in both tournaments or if they're. Because I know a lot of pros have said that they are upset that it's not on PC because of heavy aim and whatnot. So the question is, what? This is such a weird scenario, right? You have you have pros. Oh, Dave, I'll get to you in a second. I promise. Uh, so we have pros who still enjoy playing Halo Three. We have pros who still enjoy playing Halo Five. We have pros who enjoy both. We have pros who hate the heavy aim in Halo 5 on console, understandably so. We have players who despise, we have pro players who despise Halo 3, understandable, right? It's, do teams stick together? Do they play in both tournaments? Do teams break up? Do teams only play in one or the over the other? Who is going to be there? I'm so intrigued by this because we haven't had something where there's both and you're able to compete in both if you want to. Like that's, man. Also, Dave, with the resub, the six-month resub, thank you so much, Dave. The swords have arrived, or the sword of St. Helios has arrived. Woo! There it is. Thank you very much for the sub. Greatly appreciate it. Um, what do you think? Think teams stick together? Mm, I don't know. I really don't know. It's so weird. Do you think Sentinels stays on top? Do you think they come back to being on top and stay on top again? For Halo 5? Yeah. For Halo 5. If they compete in Halo 5. Let's say they do. Well, But do Frosty's you, there. Do you think uh, Splice is going to come back without Shotzi? Like Eco, Renegade, Stellar? So that's, again, like... We don't know. Because, um, hold on. I think it's in here. Give me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. Because that was their big competition, right? So, you have uh, Eco was on the last dance, right? Um, Renegade, where the fuck was he? Renegade, I believe, was on a roster. Then what? You had Shotzi and Stellar. Stellar was the fourth, right? I don't know what the fuck Stellar's been up to. It'll be interesting to see, yeah. no matter what. God, we gotta wait. We gotta, we gotta wait for some rosters here. Oh, it's gonna be so fucking weird. I'm excited though. I'm so excited. This is 
This is what I've wanted <laughs> for a long time. You get your Halo 5 back. It's back finally. We have some faster-paced competition that's going to be taking place. Regardless if it's played on console or PC, I, I think I think people are going to be excited that it's just, it's back. Yes, Halo 5 I can agree. Back. I can agree. Um, sweet. All right, that does it for Roster Mania. Will, what do we got for the Tournament League recaps of the week? All right. Um, we'll start off with the Esports Arena Halo 5 4 4 results. In seventh race place, we had Team Chosen Legacy and Cutting Edge Esports. Fifth through sixth, we had Team Swindle, which was Eli Elite, Fluriously, Its Name and Suppressed. And then All Stars, uh, Laylocks, Noble, Rorch. I don't know. Oh. Uh, and Sep Stars. <laughs> okay. In fourth, we had. <laughs> it's a name. Uh, is it Liga Del Mall? Atso, Drift, uh, Pulgot, and Tapping Buttons. In third, we had No Ice. Or No Ice. It's Gold Star BR. You're raging. JK8 or 7. That's 7, not 8. I'm putting extra tally marks on there. And Brainstorm for 100 bucks. You know what's funny is when I type that out, I actually also put. Eight? Yeah. Oh. But then it was seven. Maybe so he I should just it. change it to eight. He should, because everyone's thinking it already. By everyone beat us. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's it. All right. In second for your esports arena, 4v4. Fung four. Renegade, Soul Snipe, Frosty, and Druck. Taking home three hundred bucks. And first place went to Love God. Saying bound Arctic and Boo Boo Dooboo. Love God. You can boo boo my dooboo all day. Six hundred bucks. Oh boy. All right. Wenzenthal's Halo 5 1v1 Octagon Tournament. I already like the first name. In 5th through 8th, Groovy Ninja, Clutch Domes, McLags, and VIP Horizons. I like McLags. It's a good name. McLags. Uh, wasn't it Dom's clan tag for a while, which I'm Probs Lagan? Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. I thought that was pretty clever, too. 3rd uh, and 4th, we had Geology Rock 673. And Terrorize. And second went to Throne. And first went to Suppressed. Suppressed showing his octagon skill. Doing it up. All right. SWAT Nation. Headshot Harvest. Halo 5 2v2. This is one of my favorite names. The head, Headshot Harvest. So they, the SWAT like, Nation does an incredible job yep. with naming their tournaments. Right. And it, we're like moving into fall right now. So like yep. It was Harvest perfect. crops. It's that time of year. Yeah. Perfect. I wonder if they're going to do a another... Um, what was their Halloween tournament last year? I should probably just go to SWAT Nation's website. Continue, Will. I'm going to look this up. <laughs> All right. For the Headshot Harvest, 7th through 8th, we had Scariotti, which was Scariotic and Miss Audi, and then ELG, which was uh, Kakashi and Ryan. In 5th through 6th, we had J Jade Palace Warriors, which was Fireboy and Marine, and then Golden BRs, which was NSG Serial and the Gold Star BR. In 4th, Legendite, which was Legend and... Arsica, which I thought it would have been something with a knight in the name. Uh, third, Team Zero, Simply Fear Me and Too Heavy. Second, maybe winning, maybe not, Speed and Mista or Mista. Was close to winning. I mean, maybe. They had a chance. Yeah, but, they, they did. But, but <laughs> maybe then, not. But then maybe not. Yeah. The well, they didn't. So, spoiler alert <laughs> on that one. <laughs> First place, PG-13 times, Bard, Bards and Eurasian. I like that. That's good shit. That's good stuff. PG-13 times. With a Z, by the way. With a Z. With a Z. G Fuel Energy Games Grand Final Results. Here we go. 
Seventh through eighth, One Trick Pony, Stormy, Employee, Squally, and Sargoth. And on my X, Hunter JJX, Realize, Display, and Invader. And fifth through sixth, Sentinels, Lethal, Frosty, Royal 2, and APG. Team GM, Tech, Zerka, Maniac, and Ares. In fourth place, Burger Town. Uh, uh, Tim's home and native land. Nico, NYC, Munoz, and Rami. What? From uh, Fortnite. Oh. He, oh. He was the, the, the burger thing. Right? Got it. Yeah. Wow. Third. That was an old that, reference. That's an old, old reference. Holy shit. What? Probably like two years ago? Jeez. Showing it. Two years. Super old. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> the pace, I don't even remember. The pace of the internet nowadays. Something oh, yeah. from like two months ago is now too old. Something from an hour ago is old. Yeah. Third place, The Last Dance, Trippy, Goofy, Eco, and Gilkey taking home 600 bucks. Second went to Magnanimous, Ryan, New Brain, King, Nick, and Spartan. 1,000 bucks to them. And first went to Inconceivable, Ace, Boobadoo, Boo, Tusk, and Falcated taking home 2,400. Poor Spartan. Uh, next up, Halo, Australia, X, Divine Mind, Halo 5, 2v2, series number two results. Seventh through eighth, Team Zerza, Monza, and OSP Gym, and Level 20 Thug, Empathetic, and WXZI. I'm not even going to try to say if this. I don't know. Uh, fifth through six, Eminem, Reaver and Mark Frazier. And then Master Pizza, Bananasaurus in Conflicts. I like that name. It's a great name. Coming back. And fourth was IR, Ninjastics and Haza. Third place, A1, that steak sauce, Berserk I, and Slays. It's the second time you've made that I fucking know. reference. Second went to Alley Oops, uh, MF Jr. and... Lucas or Lucas? It's Lucas. It's a Q. Yeah, it's a Lucas. You got it's a Lucas. <laughs> First went to off, which was barcode and piprins. Very nice. GG's to everyone who competed this week. And thanks for uh joining the community stuff because it keeps it going. Keeps Halo 5 going. Keeps Halo going and period, really, with everything going on. So oh my god. Keeps yep, you're right. Keeps it going. And that's, uh, that's all we have for the Tournament and League recaps of this week. Thank you very much, Bill, for going through those. I appreciate it as always. Um, okay, let's, let's, talk about some, let's talk about a couple of things here. Uh, so I have some quote-unquote topics here, right, that we, can bri- that we should briefly discuss. So our community, right, the Halo competitive, well, just the Halo community in general, right, yeah. You crack that can open. Okay, um, I'm excited about my Zions. I gotta try I'm, I'm excited for you and your Zions. What flavor is it? This one's fruit punch. Oh, wait. They never had a fruit punch? Nah. What? So they had like cran raspberry, cherry lime. Okay. Stuff like that. Sure. They never, yeah, they never, like I said, four basic flavors. I mean, fruit punch is a basic fucking flavor. You see fruit punch everything. That's true. But they never had it. And then the other one was uh, Fuji apple. So, that, that sounds new. That sounds like a new flavor. Sure. God, that's crazy. Okay, wow. I mean, Fruit Punch is really good. And the apple. I'm glad. I'm enjoying myself over <laughs> here. <laughs> Will's just having the time of his fucking life. It's crazy. Zion's so, energy. <laughs> hashtag not an ad. For those who uh, haven't noticed on the live stream here, while Josh has been like head down reading, I've been like just dancing just over here jiving, every once in a while. Just jiving <laughs> with some Zion's? Yeah, man. Oh, my God. God. Doing good. All right, um, back to you, back to the topics. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm no, sorry. you're fine. You're you you keep grooving. So, the Halo community in general is a very divisive bunch, I guess you could say. Right? I don't want to try to put a blanket statement on this, but I mean, realistically, 
you hear somebody shit take a shit on Halo 2, everybody's up in arms. That's my favorite game, man. Fuck you. You don't know you probably like Halo 4, scrub, right? Like that's the type of shit that we see. Yeah. So Summit put out a clip on Twitch. Oh yeah. Yeah, I commented on this. Okay. Well, I'm excited to hear what your comment is after we go through this. So Summit put out Summit was streaming. He didn't put out this clip. Somebody clipped it. Summit was streaming, and during his stream, he talked about how he believes Halo 5 is the best Halo. Um, I believe in from a competitive or from a multiplayer perspective. He didn't t- he didn't yeah. touch on story or anything. That's not his game. That's not his motif. Yeah, he's never really done story stuff. Exactly. Um, so from a multiplayer perspective, he said that Halo 5 is the best hands down. And I'm paraphrasing here, okay? And uh, and he was talking about how those who think that he said that Halo five uh, Halo three is incredibly slow, and he said go watch old Halo two and Halo three tournaments, watch how slow it is, and he he is talking about nostalgia being a big influencer, right? Yeah. So, um. Dave says, actual conversation between David and Josh when Josh knocks Halo 2. In terms of me loving Halo 4, yeah, that's a whole fucking thing. Also, you know, fucking, oh my God, I'll I'll bring it up later in the show because it's funny, but that's besides the point. So Summit streams, talks about it. Somebody made a clip, posted it, right? Then, oh boy. Oh yeah. The community ran rampant. So Green Skull made a video on that Summit clip Put a link to it as well. You can watch it if you want to. But then APG put out a statement, and I want to read a statement because this is where I'm at, basically. Okay? And I quote, Every Halo player's opinion on their best, their favorite Halo is always biased and skewed based on the time period you played plus how good they were at it. You're all wrong and all right at the same time. Now, please shut up. Now, please shut the hell up about which is better and just appreciate. Thank you. So... I'm basically at that point. Yeah, yeah. You came in with Halo 5. Yeah. You enjoy Halo 5 more than Halo 3. Yeah. I came in with Halo 3. I mean, wait, no, I came in with, like, Halo 2. But Halo 3 is my most favorite competitive just for the amount that I've watched in the nostalgia period that it was in. Okay? But I also respect Halo 5 and think Halo 5 is a much better competitive game, right, like, in, in general. As others are saying, I think the skill ceiling is higher. Um, because we still haven't, they still haven't tapped into the full potential of what that game has to offer. Halo 3 did. So, Will, what was your comment on Summit's clip? Oh, um, so he talked about the kind of everything you touched on, that the Halo 5, I commented that Halo 5 does showcase skill better because of all the different things in it. Yes. Right? He was talking about, you know, everyone... And I, it's not a knock on Halo 3. No. But you can't really see the skill in the BR fights, even though obviously people are better than others. They All the BR fights kind of just look the same. Yeah, it's just individual gun skill at that point. Right. Yeah. So, um, but it's hard to see. Other, in, in Halo 5, though, you're getting those um, quick encounters, the fast shots, the, the, different st- the different plays, different angles, and it feels like you can... Someone can really showcase their shot, their decision making, their placement, everything. Like it's right. it's easier to be showcased in Halo Five than in Halo Three or Two. Agreed. Um, 
so I just I commented on like yes I I agree that Halo Five's. Let me let me. I wish I could pull up my Twitter right now to find my my comment, but um, it was basically along the lines of. Yes, Halo Five is more exciting to watch. It showcases more skill. Yep. Um, and it's to me the old Halos are stale. They're boring to watch now because you, not not because they're necessarily boring games or they're bad games. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just no. saying it's it's boring to me because, like you said, like Halo's just more exciting to watch with the skills that can be shown off and the things you can do. I'm not trying to knock Halo Three saying it's. It's bad, even though I don't, I don't enjoy him personally. Sure. And I'll say that like, oh, it's bad because I don't enjoy it, but I'm not saying it was a bad game. Like, yeah, it's just not for you. Exactly. And that's fine. Yeah. And that that's the, that's why I wanted to touch on this. Not somebody, somebody's favorite Halo game doesn't need to be your favorite Halo game. And just because somebody's favorite Halo game is Halo game A doesn't mean that Halo game A is shit. It doesn't mean uh, Halo game B is shit. It's yeah. just, I feel it's like fucking the, opinion. I feel like that happens a lot in the Halo community too, where someone will say, I love Halo 5. And then they're taken, if someone says they love Halo 5, it means they think all the other Halos are shit. Yeah. But it's not that way. They're just saying they like Halo 5. Like, (laughs) yeah. Exactly. And that, I, I, oh my God, it's, and then, okay. So after the fact, Summit put out a tweet that said, wow, something about the Halo community being so divisive, blah, blah, blah. And he said, but I thought we could all agree that Halo 4 is the worst Halo. Yeah. And then, of course, after that, everybody that loves Halo 4 was coming out of the world. We're going, I actually like the story. I thought the story was good from, from a competitive standpoint. Yeah, it doesn't work. Well, oh, duh. Yeah. Summit's viewpoint, too, is, look, he, he didn't play Halo 5 to the point where he would have been competitive in it, right? No. So his viewpoint He doesn't to play me, console. Right, right. He's, well, he's, he does, but, like, not... Not... not he doesn't... He didn't play no. Halo. He, I bet he's probably ranked... 10 or 20, you know? Yeah. Um, he's, he plays like, he'll play, I think he's plays, played exclusives on PlayStation and whatnot, but yeah. not, he won't play a competitive shooter on a console. That's so not in what my, he does. In my opinion, his viewpoint is coming from a spectator, not as yeah. a, not just as a FPS player. It's coming as a spectator. Well, because, he did call out Shotzi by name. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. So in I, a good I, way, he called him out in a good way, right. not a bad way. And that's the thing, though, when someone says, like, you have to take the context around the comment because, like you said, people are coming at him about the story side of the games. Right. And he's like, he's probably, he, doesn't he doesn't care. give a shit about the story. No. He's just there for the shooting. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's exactly right. That's exactly right. He doesn't so, give a shit about the story. So, yeah. Or maybe he does. He just didn't talk about it. Who the fuck knows? Yeah, but, that, but that's the thing. The story was never brought up in those comments. No. So. No. But, yes, at this point, you like what you like. Right. Why attack other people for what they like? Right. Their opinion's not it's, wrong. I mean, it is the internet. It is. Which, and if you don't have the same opinion as somebody else and you're wrong, it's like, it's not, I can't, I don't fucking, I, oh my God. Grow up, people. Why can't we sake. be friends? Seriously. Like, find something to enjoy. Like, either find something to enjoy about every Halo game that's out there, or if you just simply don't like a Halo game, then you don't like it. Move on. It's not for you. Who cares? Somebody else talks about, don't join in that conversation. It's not for you. What do you do, da? Nobody or, needs to hear that you hate something five times in a row or a thousand times. Or just know that it's not for you and that's all you need to say. Like, hey, I just don't, I'm, Halo 3 is not for me. Yep. It's fine. You don't need to go say, you know, people who play Halo 3 are trash and don't know what good, you know, like that, that happens all the time. It's, it gets infuriating. Right. Um, Silly says, I think competitive Halo 5 is probably the most fun to watch, but to me, I still think 343's best Halo game isn't as good as Bungie's worst Halo game. That's fine. You can have that opinion. 
I, I'm for one am it's like people throw fun shit at me all the time because we do a competitive halo show. Mm-hmm. We talk about other stuff too, but we do a competitive halo show and I actually like halo fours multiplayer. Like that's it. It's a, it's a joke that's jabbed at me all the time. Like ass, ass heavy rainfall. It's, yeah. it's thrown at me all the time. Speaking of which, now, and I always have to mention that from a competitive standpoint, no, Halo 4 doesn't work. That right. game just doesn't work. But from a fun, casual multiplayer experience, I like Halo 4. Um, now, I, I really wish we could do an episode where we get someone on who worked on Halo 4's multiplayer and just be like, what was the direction? Prepare for the hate on that one. No, 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 because listen. No, I'm, I'm joking, kind of. <laughs> um. Why did you have somebody come out and talk about the competitive aspect of Halo 3? Like, that's that's what I'm waiting sure, for. Sure, sure. But no, I'm is just Halo saying, Halo 4 like, is the true game. <laughs> because, yes, Halo 4 didn't work competitively. But yeah. the multiplayer is fun. Yeah. Like, from a casual standpoint, it is fun. And it is. it's looking at Halo's history. Like, one was never meant to be a multiplayer game, right? Mm-hmm. Halo 2... It, it like it was the start of competitive first person shooters like that, right? On console. Um I feel like they stumbled upon something and then you know, Halo three had the projectile shooting. Yeah. Some people say you know, it was MLG's heyday during that that era. It was absolutely. Yep. So then you know, you get you get ODST and Reach, which Reach was kind of you know, Reach was very divisive. Divisive, yeah. It brought in the jetpacks. It brought in... The, it brought in armor abilities. Armor abilities. Yep. So then you get four, but that has uh, it doubled requisitions, down. loadouts. It, it doubled down on the... It doubled down on the moving the franchise. Full. If I use the word forward, people are going to be upset because right. people think that it regressed. But... Yes, it is a, it feels like a Call of Duty game a little bit more than a traditional Halo title, but I still feel it has that Halo feel. Yeah. It just has more Call of Duty aspects. Sure. So, and when you have a franchise that does as well as Call of Duty does year over year, Halo can't necessarily remain stagnant. I'm trying, I'm trying to choose words a little bit more carefully here. Right. Because I don't want them to be taken out of context. You know what I mean? Silly says, I think that's just three for three, not wanting to copy paste Bungie. And it's not. I mean, yeah. I mean, part of that is true because you don't want to put the same game out twice. No. Then what's the point? Exactly. And we talk about how Call of Duty has the same formula for every game, but every game still plays and feels a little bit different. They're not the same game. I was talking to a couple people last night who generally buy the Madden every year. And they were finally like, no, we're done. This is the same Because game. Madden 21 is literally the same game. Yep. They and, reused assets. Yep. And they showed a, um, there was a thing on Twitter for Madden that showed like the coach animation, the player animation, and then the like the Super same. Bowl winning animation, all the same over like the last, uh, since like 2012, <sighs> right? It's all the same. That's so frustrating. It's just like different camera angle on the same animation. So now, you know what? I feel worse. Like, obviously, I feel bad for the people who... Well, actually, I don't feel bad for the people who are buying it. You're buying it. It's Mm -hmm. your decision. I feel bad for the developers 
because I imagine, I don't know, but I imagine they're getting pushback like from oh, probably, EA and whatnot to be like, just put it out. You have to put it out every year. Just put it out. Yep. Yeah. And if you think about it, like people are more worried about the core gameplay of the game, not the animation after you win a game. Right. 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 But Madden, the last few years have come out with too many glitches. Yep. Too many issues. Agreed. But yes, uh, talking about copying, pasting, it. That's that's it's tough. You don't want to do that because now there's a ton of backlash on Madden. There's a there's a ton of backlash. For me, um, all I have a I have a friend group that's excited about 2K. And they some of them did get it on PS4, and I'm like, why? It's a copy paste until the PS5 comes out. Then the new uh, NBA 2K game is going to be brand new on PS5. As they're touting. As they're touting, yeah. Who the fuck knows that that's true, but it's what 2K is saying. Yeah. Is so that we, like, we focused our efforts on the next-gen versions of this game. Right. So. But that's not, that. that's the worst, quote-unquote, excuse a publisher should have right there. Is that, hey, we're focusing on next-gen, fuck you, other people. Here's a reskin version of the same game, basically. Right. They should have just not put that game out, in my opinion. Yeah. They, or but, they should have just waited. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's whatever two two? I mean, it's sales, right? It is. Oh yeah, it's money. And they they did a bundle deal where you could buy, you know, for ninety bucks instead of you know one hundred twenty, you can get yeah. both ver- both versions. But Good still, Lord. Uh, anyway, yeah. So the copying pasting thing. Yeah, uh, you never want to copy paste a game. No. Um, you always want to try to push a next iteration. Yes, you want to try to push a franchise forward, and not everything is going to hit. Not everything. But you don't know until you try something. Right. So that's like, that's why I was saying with Halo 4, I want to know why they chose the specific elements they did in that game. Sure. Were they, you know, people, people accused them of chasing trends. Were they, were they trying to just go towards Call of Duty route or was it like something, was it something to the effect of, I mean, they, they had to see the trend that Call of Duty was on, but they, they need to make it feel like a modern game. They can't just re-put out an old game from 2007 that like they'd say, well, why don't, why aren't we just playing Halo three still or Halo two? So anyway, do you think, so summit did comment on the nostalgia yeah. part being a big factor in why people I love think Halo. It absolutely does. It's what you were. It's what those, we had our rose tinted glasses episode. It's that, yeah, yeah. it's that exact same thing. Where people are, you know, they enjoy Halo because it was it was their their heyday of Halo. Right. Like when we when we play MCC during part of the play date, right? Yeah. I it's not again, it's not because I think the game is bad. I think the game is great, but when we get a game of Halo 2, I I feel a little bit more dread when we get a game of Halo 2 versus when we get a game of Halo 3 where I'm like I'm I'm decent at this game. Like I can I can I mean I'm decent at all of them. I'm not great. Not trying to toot my own horn. It's just part of part of me is happier when a Halo Three game comes in versus a Halo Two or a Halo One game. I and, can agree to that, and that's just because I played Halo Three a lot more than those other two titles. Halo Three is my first midnight release game I ever went to. It was I played so much Halo Three versus the other titles. It's like, yes, it's all nostalgia. It's all nostalgia. Absolutely, he's he hit that nail on the head. Absolutely. Um, silly says, but I think they went too different. Like gears four wasn't Epic. It was coalition, but they played it safe. They didn't go too different. Sure. So you're saying with halo four, it's not 
too different were than Call of Duty? Is that the, the comparison? Or no, what, he's saying Halo the, 4 went too different versus the oh, formula. Oh, too different. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, that's, yeah. But like I said, it's like there's, there comes a point in time where, I mean, so, we, we saw Gears' multiplayer drop off immediately with so Gears 5. I'm going to make a comparison here that might not be direct. Sure. But the God of War reboot, yeah. right? Yep. Great game, by the way. So you had the first set of God of War games. Yes. And the new one was basically reimagined, right? If Lower, by first set, are you talking about like the, the, because there were <sighs> others, like there were two PSP games, right? There was Ascension. I know what you're getting at. I'm just giving you shit. But like the reboot, they, yes. they, they, they rebooted it. They reinvented it. Yes. And it was, they reimagined it. So yeah, like, does Halo need almost a reimagining at this point because everyone's stuck in this like old thing? Or but you know you know what I'm saying? Like they they made a great new game of God of War, and they they brought in a completely different elements that just worked, and it made the game feel more connected. They kept what made they kept that visceral, heavy feeling combat in that game. Not mm-hmm. heavy in like a Oh, this is slow or anything. God of War is a fast-paced game. Yeah. God of War's combat, the the reboot's combat, has that, like, it can be faster-paced if you'd like. It can be methodical. Right. It just, it feels good. It feels like a God of War game. Everything else obviously shaped a little bit differently, but it still kept that core, oh, this feels like what a God of War game would be in 2018. Yeah, it came out 2018. Yeah. So, I'm hoping... I don't think Halo necessarily needs to go that far. Because we've already heard that... And we've already seen that Halo Infinite is a reimagining, right? It's it's a spiritual reboot yeah. for the franchise. Um, So, it keeps those core Halo gameplay mechanics. So- which Of which Sprint has become a core gameplay mechanic yeah which is not bad so it's different so part of me that struggles then with halo yeah is the the iterations have all been different yes halo one to two to three and that's the thing four, that people to reach to five it's right. all been different we've talked about that so often too and i think that's the thing that people forget we're not necessarily forget but just like yeah every halo game is different every single one of them the shooting style between one, two, and three is drastically different. Yeah. So it's uh, for me, like, I couldn't imagine trying to bring something to a Halo game because it's all been different. And I feel like there's, you can't go back on any certain routes. Right. Because do you bring back projectile shooting? Do you. Right. Do you bring back health packs? Yeah, Halo 1 with the uh, the giant reticle for the, the pistol. or The change from Halo 1 to Halo 2 where Halo 2 had nearly no fall damage. I mean, obviously, if you fell from a incredibly high height, then it's different. But they basically got rid of, they basically got rid of fall damage. They got rid of health packs, all that, right? Mm-hmm. It's And they've made, that's the thing. with In terms of that mechanic, they've made iterative changes throughout the years. Like with Halo 5, you have shields right? And you have health. You don't have to pick up a health pack, but you do have a health bar after your shields, which will 
go back over time when your shields regen as well. Mm-hmm. So you have, it, again, iterative changes over these mechanics that have made Halo what it has been. But every game is different. Um, Dave says, they keep the combat loop that we loved and empowered it. That feels like uh, such a loose term to them. Spiritual reboot. Yeah. What are we rebooting? The banished aren't the original enemies. Why aren't we fighting the prophets? It's not a reboot if we uh, aren't trying to start from square one, right? Or am I crazy? Well, I mean, no. That's it's what not spiritual a, reboot it's not. It's not a reboot of the story, though. Correct. It's a reboot Correct. of, like, the game itself. It's a but, spiritual reboot. It's did, not a remake. But did we even... Okay, but seeing the gameplay that we did... Yeah. Is it really a reboot? It, I mean, it's all slide, sprint, clambers there. The, I so... Mean, they, they're trying, one of the things they talked about was they're trying to make it feel, at least in that opening area that we were in, it's not it's not at the beginning of the game, but uh, they're trying to make it feel as though from Halo 1 when you're stepping on the Halo ring for the first time. That it's this giant thing. Yes, it's this giant thing. And for the first time ever, like this is f- quote unquote fully explorable, right? You'll unlock segments and you can explore them and you can do whatever. It's, yeah, it's, that it's a spiritual reboot. It's not a remake and it's not treading old waters. It's new while feeling familiar. It's new while feeling familiar. Um, Silly says, but I think the gameplay loop is always the same grenade shoot melee in Halo 1, 2, and 3. That's true. That is true. That was the, what they call it? The, the Trinity triad the halo trinity or something like that yeah um so they're trying to play to our nostalgia it's it kind of is what that feels like kind of like what will was talking about with the spiritual i mean god of war it was technically a continuation because he's in another he's older with the beard yeah his kid as a kid in, in a different different realm yep exactly so I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like we're getting a little bit too hung up on the spiritual reboot aspect of it. Sure. I'm just trying to like think, uh, we went on a tangent here. I mean, yeah, but it's, it's good tangent. Yeah. I don't think any, I'm just going to say this. I don't think any Halo game is bad. People have their opinions and that's fine. It's your opinion, but don't shut on other people for having their opinion. For, yeah. It, I'm stuck in this mindset of, each Halo game has been different. They're total. They're they're all. They all have the core things, right? Like you said, shooting grenade melee. That sure. That's all there. Yep. And that, I mean, for all intents and purposes, that is the same in the other more advanced movement Halo titles as well. They just have an added layer of complexity with advanced movement. So it's all it but, is. But my like my brain is like, they're all di- so different games. They're almost like they're not. Like, yes, they're all Halo because they have the Halo aesthetic, the things, but they're all... Yeah, they have the essence of a Halo title. Yeah, but you can't, like, it's... They're all their own separate game. Like, it's all so different that it's... Yep. It's almost like... They're Halo in titles, characters, weapons, aesthetic. Right, but mechanics... The The base mechanics are all there. Base mechanics, yes, but the other mechanics have all been so different. Yes. Like... Yes, uh, armor abilities, equipment in Halo 3 that wasn't in previous Halos. Correct. You know, Ordnance in Halo 4. It's, yeah, there's been all these different... And then you have the advanced gameplay mechanics that are uh, defaulted to every Spartan in Halo 5. Like, every every one of them is yeah. different. 
<sighs> Yo, what's up, Shane? Welcome back, man. Pump for the Halo 5 announcement? Absolutely, yeah. man. Very excited as well. So for me, bringing it all back when, you know, when people are shitting on other people for what Halo game they like. Yep. You can't really, it's, each game's so different that you just, you right. like what you like and they've all been different. There's not, it's almost difficult for someone to like every single game in the, the Halo series yep. from the competitive side. Now, when we talk about story, there's a, the people on that side of the, those games, they, some, they love Halo 4 yeah. because of the story, of that was, the, the campaign that was attached to it. Mm-hmm. it it's, it's so weird that this Halo community is so split yeah. compared to everything for, else. And it, yeah, it, it is, it is very weird. It's very weird. But like you said, it's the internet. <laughs> people are people. Yeah. It is what it is. Um, so the last piece here is, uh, the Halo 5 Pro Series and community tournament organizers. Will, did you want to open this one up? Yeah, yeah. So. I saw some, uh, on Twitter over the week with the new Halo 5 announcement that yep. some... Halo some, 5 Pro Series. For, yep, Halo 5 Pro Series, that organizers are, are a little bummed about this because the community organizers, the their tournaments are going to suffer because a lot of the players are going to go play in the Pro Series. And it's just kind of this weird situation where the organizers who have been carrying Halo and Halo 5 throughout the droughts are now getting diminished you could say because of the major announcement but on the other hand you do have an official hcs announcement with bigger prize pools it's overall good for the scene but i just i feel a little bad for these community organizers i can understand that for sure so um will and i were talking about this briefly before we started recording but i'm my point is like I said, it's why we shouted out GT Halo earlier as well for being so flexible with the announcement that took place with the Halo 5 Pro Series and their GT Schoolyard event that's going to be taking place. Um, the thing... I think it's unfortunate for those who had Halo 5 tournaments planned for Saturdays because that sucks. Because, yeah. I mean, you people are usually off on Saturdays, easier time to compete, so on and so forth. It's... And then it really just depends on how they want their tournaments set up. Um, if it's Saturdays, it could be more difficult. But at the same time, it's thinking about it further. A lot of these community-run tournaments are not just straight-up HCS settings 4v4. True. Right? You have your SWAT Nation events. You have your all-ladies tournaments with Hydra. You have leagues that take place. Uh you have these offshoot uh, FFA tournaments that are taking place. We had that 1v1 octagon. You may have a Halo 4 tournament thrown in there for good measure. Who the fuck knows? And so the thing that I love about the community tournament organizers is that they're giving more and more people an outlet to do something different and not necessarily just do the 4v4 HCS stuff. Now for the tournaments, go ahead. Oh, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. Something just popped in my mind, but finish your... Oh, all I was going to say is, uh, for those who did want to compete in other community tournaments for Halo 4, I mean, for Halo 4, for 4v4 HCS settings, it's... I feel like it is going to be more difficult. Um, And 
for those that are frustrated, I understand. Completely. I understand. Um, but something popped in my head during yeah. during this too while you were talking is Go ahead. like look at look at GT Halo though. Mm-hmm. They they didn't complain about it. Nope. They didn't say, Oh, this sucks. They were like, Hey, because of the new announcement, our registration reopened. We're still running the tournament, we're still gonna do our thing. Yep. Um I think that's more people need that mindset and stop playing blame game, so to speak, or just being yeah. down about it. Just take it in stride, take the punch and, and move forward. Exactly. There's um, there's literally nothing else you can do. Right. And there is something yeah, there's nothing you can do at this point. Um you know, and I, like I said, it's just the internet that people who feel like they need to speak up and there is something too that the, you know, the loudmouth gets fed or whatever. Yep. But Sometimes I just, there's so much negativity going on that I'm, I'm so turned off by every little bit of it recently. So, uh, Jordan, if you're taking off, hope you have a great rest of your day, bud. Um, yeah, it's, and the other thing too, is that with that GT halo, uh, re-registration announcement, they've had a lot of people sign up already. So mm-hmm. it's clearly people still care. And yeah, the, the thing that I, always say is that more competition is better, right? Give Giving opportunities for players to compete however and whenever they want is great. And yeah, it does suck if you had events planned for the same day around the same time. It just means more creativity needs to happen, I guess. And I don't sure. mean that in a negative sense. It just, like you said, take it in stride, do what you can, and that's it. Like you kind of, you kind of know, always knew the HCS is around. They're going to do stuff. And then this is a good thing to realize what your player base might be like when infinite hits, right? Yeah. If you want to continue doing what? Oh, we're just, we're losing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Another safety on Kirk Cousins this week. Are you looking? Yes. I saw it. Okay. Um, But yeah, this is a good, I mean, take this as an opportunity to learn uh, what your you know, if people are leaving to go play H5, what your player base might be like yeah. when Infinite comes on. Realize what you need to do to get people into your tournaments, to get your views, whatever it might be. Um, because when Infinite launches, you best believe there's tournaments going to be taking place in a lot of them. So make yourself stand out. Do great production can do that. Great, um, you know, in-between game stuff. Um, good casting. If you if you have the, the the formula to make a good broadcast, you know, it could be successful in a, in a, from a community standpoint. So. Exactly. And it just gives more opportunities for those who are doing those things too. So, will all right. Time for some regular news. Halo 3 ODST release date has been announced for PC. This is by Halo, and I quote, Halo 3 ODST will officially arrive on PC as part of the Master Chief Collection on September 22nd. Suit up, strap in, and prepare to return to New Mombasa. Remember, folks, along with that release comes the Halo 3 hit registration update that we have all been desperately fucking waiting for. Thank God. Also, Will... Breaking news. Halo Collector put on a tweet. Halo Infinite Standard Edition at Best Buy will come with a steelbook and a Master Chief little statue. 
The standard edition? The standard edition. Interesting. Yeah. 70 bucks. Let's see. Ooh. Never mind. This isn't standard. Is it like the special edition? I don't know. It says it's regularly $130, but on sale for $115. Ah, and it says coming soon. Something seems weird. Something here. seems off here. It's a debate. Yeah. It's a debate. Oh wait, no, hold up. That statue is sixty dollars on its own, and the steelbook is ten dollars on its own. So, but that would not make it the standard edition. No, it just sounds like there's they have a bundle that you can buy. With the statue, with and the, the statue book. and the steel book, and I imagine they're going to be sold separately because there are separate SKUs. It is a package deal. Gotcha. So, there's that. So yeah, still no collector's edition announced yet. But you, you boy, your boy's getting that shit. Um. Cool. Well, there is that. Well, that's it for the regular news. Not a whole lot. Uh. Another games a watch CDL. Let's talk about it. <sighs> Big news. Big news, Will. Call of Duty League transitions to PC with controller. Call of Duty Challengers goes cross-play. This is by the Call of Duty League. Platform transition. Today, the league is announcing it will move pro team competition to PC plus controller beginning with the 2021 season. This means that all pro matches will be played on PC and all pro players must use a league approved controller of their choice. As part of this transition, Call of Duty League competition will maintain exclusive use of controllers for the upcoming season. This change provides players with an expanded choice of controller, allowing them to select the league approved controller style that works best for their game. More details and rules pertaining to peripherals will be released at a future date. Question. Answer. Are they providing the, the pro players with computers then? Because doesn't every PC technically should be the same for the same settings, same graphics, same Maybe? You know what I mean? Maybe that's maybe that'll be maybe that's talked about in contract negotiations. So this would have had to have been approved. So contracts are between the players and the orgs, not the Right. So maybe it's the orgs that's providing the PCs on half of, on behalf of the league. So on top of a COVID year, I don't know. This is a guess. This is more money. A, a, a team would have to spend now. Either way, we are all, keep in mind that you don't need a fucking top spec $3,000 computer to run cold war. But wouldn't you want to provide? Sure, I'm team? just saying you don't need that. You could, you can have a thousand dollar PC probably run that thing at 1080p max settings. I'm just uh, saying. Nowadays, maybe. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like actually, that's actually I got. I still have my 1060. Sure. And, but I can't run 1080p max. Yeah, it's a 1060. But I'm saying, like, I had to spend that more than a thousand dollars to build my computer. Sure. At that time. Sure. Yeah. I'm talking about right now. Yeah. Right now. Fine, fuck it. $3,000 PCs for everybody. Who gives a shit? Just give them to every player. I'm just curious on how that works. I don't know. That's a great question, though. Who's providing? Who's who's providing for the family right now? Yeah, exactly. Um, 
Call of Duty Challengers goes crossplay for the first time in Call of Duty esports history. Compet- uh, comp- words. Competitors will be able to compete online in Call of Duty Challengers on their platform of choice across console and PC. We'll continue to test platform hardware and make restrictions if necessary. Players are required to use controllers. Mouse and keyboard peripherals will not be allowed. Any LAN Challengers events that take place during the season will be played on PC. Competitors may plug in their league-approved controller of choice. More information on changes to Challengers, including rules, regulations, and how the legal monitor competition will be revealed in the coming weeks. I'm glad because... Cheaters on PC. Well, not only that, but frame rate restrictions on console. Oh, yeah. So, are we talking about our, our previous generation included? Or is it just next-gen with PC? Because next-gen is going to play it at 120 FPS. Current-gen is locked at 60. PC can play whatever you want. How's that going to factor in, right? So, we we have seen... Uh, there are videos everywhere showing that playing at a higher FPS, depending upon your skill level, obviously, can help. So... This is why I almost w- wish they would have just stuck with PlayStation... Because of all these, but I, I guess considering how long that partnership has yeah. been in place, I'm surprised too. I do understand the benefits of a, getting a broadcast from PCs. Yeah, but man, the, the the PlayStation thing was just this was a shock because you're right, PlayStation was there forever. Yep, and like you said, the cheaters on yep. PC are fucking terrible. Yeah, and so now you have a challengers where you don't know the pros as well. Yep, or the the players as well. They're playing from home on their own PC. Yep, or console. Depending. Depending. Who the fuck knows what's included. But like they said, it'll come at a later time for rules. And then dedicated challengers broadcasts. During the inaugural season of the Call of Duty League, we introduced dedicated broadcasts throughout the 2020 Call of Duty League uh, challengers season. For the 2021 season, we're planning to introduce new programs that will continue to spotlight top challengers talent throughout the year. We're not ready to share specific details on this yet, but we'll be releasing more information in the coming weeks. So you go. Just uh, stay tuned. But this this is this sounds promising. It does. It does. Yep. Uh, giving players more choice is always mm-hmm. a good thing. Mm-hmm. Like you said, I hope that they are providing PCs because if they're not, then that's less choice. It, realistically, um, speaking of which, let's let's say it stayed on PlayStation. Would the league provide them all PS5s? Oh, that's a good point. Right. Well, probably not. How did they secure that stock when it releases? Because oh. we're going to talk about pre-order snafus in a little bit. Oh. Right? Mm. Because I don't think you'd stay on PS4. Not with what's coming out, no. Unless unless the PS5 turns out to... Poop the bed? Yeah. And I don't want it to. Obviously, I don't oh. want it to. But, like, it's, a, it's the first release of that console. You never know what could happen. We saw what happened with Xbox 360. You never know what could happen. Uh, yeah. So, who knows? Would they stick with PS4? Would they give everybody PS5s? Huh. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Love to be a fly in the wall in that room. You know. Right. Like, do you provide or do you not? Because, right. like, if you think about it, what esports used to be would is, um, you know, everyone's competing on their own, and then they show up to events where the consoles are provided but that's because it's a tournament organizer yeah it's a LAN event I feel like the orgs are going to provide at this point the the league is still going to provide the consoles and PCs at the event 
but the but, organizations provide them to the players themselves. Yep. So if they, if I bet, I bet they get a choice, right? I'm sure, sure. The, the orgs, the, the, well, the, the orgs are going to provide for the main team, right? Not their challengers team, but their, their actual team. They'll provide yeah. the PCs because you want to give your team the best shot to win. Yep. It's like if the Vikings are that, oh yeah, we're not providing a weight room. What? Like, no. <laughs> right? That'd be fucked up. <laughs> exactly. So. It's kind of weird though. Um, Dave says, I think it's the organization as well. Uh, when you join the NFL, NFL doesn't provide you, uh, plays. I'm oh, pretty sure that your coach does. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. As with everything, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. CDL 2021. There you go. You know, what's funny. I saw you looking at me. Yeah. As in, I know you gave me the look that I'm going to press the button. And then I saw that look (laughs) and I paused because I'm like, he's going to press the button. (laughs) I am proud of that wavelength. We were on right there. Minnesota rocker. Our roster has been officially announced. Will, I'm excited to hear your thoughts. We have Priesta attach accuracy and major maniac, major maniac and Priesta coming from the Atlanta phase accuracy coming from the New York subliners. Was that correct? Yeah. Was attached on that team too? I think I think so. So two from two teams? Yeah. What do you think? Um I didn't know what to think at first. I started watching Priest the stream and he is great. Yeah, he's <laughs> um, one of the best players in the world. He's so good. Um and my question mark for the year is Major Maniac. While he is the veteran talent, can he keep up with what's going on in the league? and the play style of the game. And this game in particular, with the way it's built with the lanes and a f- only 4v4, it's going to be more important on individual gunfights. Who's going to be the wink- weak link? I have a feeling it's going to be major, but then again, he's going to be a main AR sitting back. Maybe this will actually play to his strength to be able to to be in that position. Um, I like it. I like our squad. But I do too. I just, you look at Dallas, you look at Chicago, the, 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 um, going to a four V four allowed more teams to pick up more power players. Mm-hmm. It, the, I think the gap is going to be closer this year than it was last year. Yes. Because as with everything, right. You, the end goal is to win champs. That's mm-hmm. the whole end goal. Yeah. Therefore, all these roster shakeups, us dropping our entire roster, the switch to 4v4 again, the goal is to beat Dallas. That's it. You you want to beat the previous champs. My 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 question with our team is who's going to perv- like we have we have Brian, right? The coach. Yep. But we saw Priesta and Major be on that phase squad that their strategy wasn't there, right? They could slay. They could kill. They could move around and the map. And they were fast. But where was their strategy, right? We That was their downfall against wasn't Dallas. wasn't cohesive. Yes. And then you have attach and accuracy. I I have a... I'm, I'm questioning that they're both come from the subliners now. I don't remember. But... Um, I'm trying to remember. Are they... Who... I want to know who brought up that subliners team at the end, right? Like, who was... Who was... I don't... I don't recall their plays. We probably should talk to Maddie because he was a Subliners fan. It's true. Um, 
but yeah, I think this roster can do some damage, and I'm excited. I hope uh, they continue to be to do to do well, and hopefully they're the next all stars in waiting. Agreed. You're looking up the subliners right now. I take it. Trying so to get that information. Uh, um, we'll we'll continue on here while he's doing that. The New York subliners did pick up Clayster. Oh yes, Josh. Yes, they were both on the New York subliners last with, season with Mac and I don't Zuma. Know, Zuma. Wait, no, not Zuma. They had attach, accuracy, temp. Temp. And Mac. And Mac. Yep, yep, yep. Josh is looking like he's confused. No, because Zuma. They did a roster change. So he came from phase. According to what I'm seeing. Was Zuma like their fifth? Or their sixth? Their previous team was phase clan itself for Zuma. Never mind. Forget we say it, it doesn't matter anymore. Right. Attach and accuracy came from New York subliners. There we go. That was our question. We got that answer. <laughs> good Lord. Right. New York subliners pick up clay. So good pickup veteran talent won a champ last year. Can he continue? We'll find out. You'll have to wait and see. Yes. Um, Atlanta phase picked up our city. So they lost Priesta and major maniac. So it's the tiny tears, our cities. And uh, I don't remember the fourth. Simp Abizi, uh, our cities, and uh, it's gonna come to me. I always forget this dude's name. Um, why? I, thank you. Selium. Why the fuck was I forgetting that? Uh, so the subliners picking up clay. We saw them make a turn towards the midway point of the season when they made their roster change. They started picking up steam. But then they dropped half their roster, basically. Yeah. They picked up Clay. Yes, veteran talent. Great to see. But, like you said, we don't know how well they're going to perform. We don't know if Clay still got it. Who knows? Atlanta picking up Arcides. That means, more than likely, that his brother is now separated again from him. And he hasn't been picked up, from what I know. Who the fuck knows what's going to happen there? Um, They're both good. Yeah. Arcides goes back to being his main AR role now, which he wanted. He was kind of a flex on the Huntsman. Um, and that's scary, knowing that he gets uh, a AR in his hand with the Tiny Terrors running subs around. Yep. So, good luck. That's scary. Um, and then with Huntsman losing Arcides, they're down to four. They also let go of... Um, because what it's now, formal, stump. They picked Envoy. up Dashy and Envoy. Yep. Yep. So who was the they they they, they let go of um, the Arcides uh, and one uh, other Pristini. Oh yeah, Pristini was with. You're right. Yeah, they did pick brother. him up. Yep. So it'll be interesting to see where people land and how this goes. But yep, um, those are the ones that I could find right now. With all of the so. with going to from five player squads to four. You're seeing the skill gap close even more with these teams forming. Um, it is a Treyarch game, so it's going to feel a little different. Yes. I can't tell if the kill time's shorter or longer um, based off the alpha footage we saw. Oh, I don't know. 
but uh, I think it's going to be interesting. Like you said, the, or like, I, yeah, like, like people are saying online is with 4v4, it just makes each kill, each death more important. So. Absolutely. Are we ready to continue? Yeah, yeah. Facebook gaming makes moves. This is by <laughs> Facebook gaming. Did you see this? No. So I didn't, I, I just included a link to the article. We don't need to talk about it a lot, but the whole music DMCA stuff that's been happening, right? Yeah. Facebook gaming announced that they're working with mute, like, Music execs. Yep. To make it so licensed music can be streamed via Facebook like gaming. Wow. Um, the article goes into more detail. I recommend you read it if you're interested. There's a lot of ifs, ands, or buts in there, but it did say that they are working with them because they want to provide you an avenue to do so. So they that is a huge move. Facebook has a lot of money. Um, Facebook's a very large company. I, I was always curious because a lot of like the, the, the argument is that people are using music, yep, other people's music to upgrade the quality of their stream or, you know, get views from what music they like. But it's never about that. It's no. you know about the content and the, the yeah, it's just having themselves. something out of the background. So I always thought like if you could like tie your Spotify to your Twitch or your Facebook gaming account and prove that you're paying for the music you're listening to. Yep. Why can't you just listen to it then? Right. I get, I get it that it's the fact that you're using someone else's music who owns the rights to it because then you run into the thing of like just playing music and not like actually streaming right. or something like and that. And then at the but, same time, if you, if you run ads on your channel, if you haven't, if you, like if you're streaming for profit, right, mm-hmm. and you have music playing, you should. They're not getting a cut of that, right? You, it's just you. So that's, it's a very gray area there. Yep. But it, to, part of me is like, obviously, I want uh, uh, musical artists and whatnot to get paid. They obviously deserve to get paid. They're creating the content. Um, it's just, and this is going to be a shitty example because. With Spotify, right? We pay for Spotify, Spotify Premium. Mm-hmm. Spotify isn't paying the artists an incredible amount of money either, because they also need to keep afloat. But that's not really an excuse. They like the like I said, the artists deserve to get paid. They're the ones creating the content. Um, but then there's that part of me. It's like, well, I'm paying for Spotify, therefore it, it isn't it. Part of it feels as though if I have it playing on a Bluetooth speaker and people in my house are able to hear it, what's the difference? Sure, you know. But it, it's such a it's so weird. It's such a gray area. I thought I think that it would be smart for not super popular artists, but like some mid tier artists who are maybe up and coming. Yeah, to be played on like Ninja Stream. Like if if Ninja's like, hey, check out this artist. Like yeah, pay to have your music on a, a big influencer stream. Or like, not, it doesn't even need to be paid. It could like if it, if that large streamer is just into it. Yeah. You know, people people ask all the time, hey, what song is this? And sometimes they'll have like a song command where you just type it in and it'll, sh- it'll tell you what song it is. Right. Right? So, like, I see that all the time. It's it's free advertisement. Yeah, for that music. Yes, it's free advertisement. And that's when you see T-Pain and whatnot. And he also streams, but you see T-Pain come out and talk about, uh, he's fine with you use his songs on stream because he wants, like, it's free advertisement. He even said yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead, Deadbolt. Oh, yep, Deadbolt yep. said, "Sounds like Spotify should create a uh, commercial tier that costs more for more than nine nine ninety nine a month that allows uh, streamers to rebroadcast." That yeah. could be a good workaround. Yeah, because I mean, then hopefully the artists get more of a cut. 
I mean, there I've looked into it for our own videos and whatnot, but there are sites out there where it's expensive, like a hundred bucks a month. And they put music on their site that's free to use basically and won't get taken down. And it's from like legitimate music creators. And that's how the creators get paid is through the site. Yeah. And you're, I mean, a hundred bucks a month is a lot for, yeah, a, for a, lot. a subscription. Yeah. Um, but that's easier than trying to get the rights for music, you know, but from the big companies. So you, you're th- that site, you're not using like well-known music, but it's good quality, you know, whatever you want to find hip hop music, all that stuff. Right. So, um, if Spotify were to do something like that, it would have to probably be like a 20 to $30 thing a month minimum, maybe right. more. Cause you, if you're then going to have to pay the artist and the, or, or the, the owner of the music, it's funny because the record labels, it's the, it's the labels that are taking down this. And it's the labels yep. that make the money, not, not the, the artists, artists themselves. So that's the shitty part about it. it really is. But yeah, all that check out that article because like I said, that's, this is a big, it's a big move that kind of came out of nowhere is what it looked like. Yeah. So if, if, if Facebook does make this happen, I would love to see how and what are the stipulations of it. So yep. either way. And then Deadbolt says, or even the labels themselves, Warner Media Streaming Service. There you go. They do this for big movies and TV shows. Just need to find the middle ground between an expensive movie product uh, production and an individual listener. I'd be scared though, because what's to say that they come out with their own streaming service and they remove all that artists, all their artists music from Spotify, Apple music or whatever. Like, no, you want to listen to them. You have to listen to them here with our streaming service. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they would do that, but if they money's have, money, right, right. They have that opportunity. But then again, I can see a business backlash as well with the amount of subscribers that Spotify has that Apple has, Yeah, you know, that, they'd be losing out on a lot of money because a lot of people would not jump ship. There would be those that do, but I imagine a lot wouldn't depending upon the artist. So it's hard. This is why uh, pretzel rocks and monster cat are around. Oh yeah. Yep. Monster cat with. Yeah. Yep. That's true. It's true. Next news story. Shady contracts, raw deals inside the industry of managing video game stars. This is by uh, Cecilia. Um, D Anastasio, I apologize if I mispronounced that name as a white yeah. is a wired article. Um, highly recommend you go ahead and read that as well. I didn't, we, I didn't really include anything to talk about here. It's just a really good article. I found it, want to share it. So please read into there. There's a lot of info in there. Um, we're, we're in, we're in kind of uncharted territory here in terms of the, the ninjas, the Tim, the tap man's the Ewoks, all these bigger up-and-coming streamers as well. Um, video game icons, I guess you could say. It's, it's kind of weird right now with the with the video game icons because you saw Ninja and Shroud get their big deals and then yep. Mixer fell apart. Yep. And now you have Twitch who, it's all speculative, but the rumor, one of the rumors going around is that they ban Doc just to get rid of his contract so they can make money for other people. Um, that's why there's been no reason given. That's why they, you know, it's, it's been secretive is because, and why Doc has lawyers. And then you see a big creator like Doc not get signed anywhere. He's on YouTube freelancing, right? He's not signed to an exclusive deal, which 
I get it for like long term. Yeah. You want an exclusive deal, but he's still making bank just streaming on his own, which was which was the goal in the first place, right? Ninja and these streamers made pathway to have these exclusive deals, but there's got to be something freeing about Doc being able to stream on YouTube with no contract behind it, his own schedule, his own content. You know, it's not tailored to what tw- what YouTube or Twitch is doing. So I'm, I don't know. It's hard. But yes, I'm, I'm curious. I w- I'm actually going to read this article about yeah. these contracts and whatnot and what goes on. Recommend it. So it's good stuff. <laughs> Next up. Red Lobster announced what? Yeah. It's by Red Lobster. It's big. It's green. And it tastes even more incredible than it looks. Introducing the new Dew Garita. Dew Margarita? It is a Mountain Dew Margarita. You know, uh, Vicky and I have a Red Lobster gift card. I might have to take a trip sometime soon. Eat all of the like cheesy biscuit things that they have. Because I can't go there because of Natana shellfish. So I could try to snag some for you. That'd be great. You don't have to. But if you do go. I'll see what I can do. And you get that do garita? Let me know how yeah. that is. I mean, it's it's do related. I gotta try. Oh yeah, it, right? that's that's why I included the show. I like just, obviously, I could just belly up to the bar there, right? They have a do they have a bar? I imagine. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, Olive Garden is a fucking bar for Christ's sake. Right, and they're they're owned by the same company, so I did not know that. Yeah. Is that why they're located right next to each other in Oakdale? I think so. Most likely. Yeah, that makes sense, wouldn't it? It's funny. All right, PlayStation, let's talk about it. <laughs> PlayStation 5 launches in November, starting at $399 for the PS5 Digital Edition and $499 for the PS5 with Ultra HD Blu-ray Disk Drive. That's the name of the article. This is by Jim Ryan, president of Sony, over on the PlayStation blog, and I quote. So here's like the, the uh, super small Cliff Notes version. November 12th is the release date for U.S. Japan, Canada, Mexico, Australia, New Zealand, and South Korea with November 19th with the rest of the world asterisk. The PS5 digital edition estimated retail price of $399 and the standard PS5 with a disk drive estimated retail price of $499. A couple excerpts from the article include, we know that the PS4 community will transition to PS5 at different times and we're happy to announce that PS4 versions of some of our exclusives, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, Sackboy, A Big Adventure, and Horizon Forbidden West will also launch on PS4. While these three games were designed to take advantage of PS5 and its unique next-gen features like the ultra-high-speed SSD and DualSense controller, PS4 owners will also be able to enjoy these experiences when they launch. The PS4 digital versions of the launch games will include a free upgrade on both PS5 consoles, while the PS4 disc version of these games will include a free upgrade on the PS5 with the fucking disc drive. For PlayStation Plus members, we'll have a special new offering on PlayStation 5. The PlayStation Plus Collection. Double asterisk. I did not include the asterisk information into this because it doesn't matter. Okay, okay. Uh, PS5 owners with PlayStation Plus will be able to download and play a curated library of uh, PS4 games that define the generation, like Batman Arkham Knight, Bloodborne, Fallout 4, God of War, Monster Hunter World, Persona 5, and many more. The PS uh, Plus collection will be an added benefit to an, to the existing PS4 benefits that PS Plus members receive for a single subscription price. PS5 launch day games from Sony Interactive Entertainment Worldwide Studios include 
Astro's Playroom, which is pre-installed on all PS5s. Demon's Souls, $69.99 US. Destruction All-Stars. Wait, are these they're these included? Are, these are launch titles. Oh, launch titles. Never these mind. are launch titles for the console when it releases. Destruction All-Stars, $69.99 US. Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales, $49.99 US. Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales Ultimate Edition, $69.99 US. And Sackboy A Big Adventure, $59.99 US. So there was some confusion with Miles Morales. Yup. Is it a full game? Technically. But not. Yes. I don't understand. It is another story in the same universe. It's not DLC. It's and it's it sounds like it's larger than an expansion. It is a full new experience. Okay. But probably has the same mechanics as the last Spider-Man game. Did you watch the gameplay? A little bit, not much. So, I did not know this, but Miles Morales has powers. Mm-hmm. And so that is the added gameplay mechanic to it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I had a friend who would go to Red Lobster and tell the waitress, charge me for this entree, but only bring me those cheese baskets full. That's what Dave says. Uh, Dave also says demon souls, demon souls. It looks so good. It did look really good. The point of the matter is I wanted to hit the 69.99 price tag on these games. It's real. It's happening. The question is whether or not Xbox will do the same thing. Because we don't know. I get it though, right? Technology has moved forward. Oh yeah. It should have been a bigger price years ago. Yeah. It takes more to make these games than what it used to. So takes more manpower, takes more money. Absolutely. It's, it's just, we're finally seeing it, right? You had the 2k report come out that the new versions of the games will be 69 99. We talked about that a long time ago. But this is the first time we're seeing exclusive titles for a platform that are made by first-party studios, $69.99 US. Not all, but there you go. That's the thing that is happening. Pre-order issues. Sony stated, as early as September 17th, 2020, but retailers actually put pre-orders up that same afternoon, which was the 16th, with no communication. Websites crashed and stock was sold out in minutes. But Sony has now put out a statement. Let's be honest. PS5 pre-orders could have been a lot smoother. We truly apologize for that. Over the next few days, we'll release more PS5 consoles for pre-order. Retailers will share more details. And more PS5s will be available throughout the end of the year. There you go. And that was a fucking shit show. So, after... After the Sony event that took place on the 16th, right? Jeff Keighley was the one who tweeted about the potential pre-order being the next day. It was Jeff Keighley who tweeted out the launch lineup of the games. It was Jeff Keighley who tweeted out that, wait, I'm hearing reports that retailers might sell later today. It was Jeff Keighley 
who tweeted all that. Wasn't Sony. Wasn't retailers. Nothing. I trust Jeff. He was right, obviously. I trusted him before he was right. But it was Jeff that was tweeting it out. Walmart appeared to be the the first culprit. And they didn't put anything out until after. And said, oh, looks like, hey, here you go. Why wait? And then every other retailer followed suit. Staggered intervals of time. Nobody tweeted out when things were available, basically, until after things were already sold out. And that was that. Sites crashed just straight up. And it was it was bad. It was very bad. So with Sony's statement, I really do hope that everyone who wants one gets an opportunity to get one. The fun didn't stop there, Will. Because the next day, the day that they were supposed to go available for pre-order, we had the NVIDIA RTX 3080 graphics card pre-order fiasco as well. So pre-orders allegedly were to go live the morning of September 17th, according to Newegg. It was Newegg who tweeted this out. They are they are a re- an e-tailer who would sell the 3080. NVIDIA did not release a statement, but regardless... That time was real, and the stock sold out within literal seconds, allegedly due to bots. Buyers claimed that never have even seen an add-to-cart option, but instead immediately stating sold out. That was on Amazon, Best Buy, Newegg, NVIDIA's website, uh, maybe others as well that were selling. For those who got it at Micro Center, Apparently, Micro Center was not selling them on their website. Instead, they had a limited stock for each store. And from what I heard online is that um, they let people know how many they had for those who were lined up. People tried to buy other people's spots in line, uh, naturally. Oh, yeah. But those who were within that line that had the allocated stock did get one. Those are the only confirmed instances of I know that players got that players that people got them in hand every online instance i've not seen a single person say they got one yet buying online besides scalpers but that's besides the point that was a shit show also nvidia has not provided a statement so there's that 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 I, that I found i think they may have said something in regards to like we're gonna we're keeping continuing giving them to e-tailers and whatnot throughout yeah, the week yep. that's that's all i that's all i saw as well is they, they did say something of they'll continue to provide stock so there you go but that was a nightmare yeah worried about the next few cards that release now too what are they going to do to prevent bots you know are they going to do anything so xbox had fun with this whole scenario okay Pre-order Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S starting Tuesday, September 22nd. This is by Will Tuttle of Xbox. Next week, beginning September 22nd, you'll be able to pre-order both the Series X, our most powerful console ever made, and the Series S, our smallest console ever, delivering next-generation performance at a more affordable price. Series S and X will be available in 37 countries on November 10th and 41 countries by this holiday, excuse me. You can secure your place in the next generation by pre-ordering the Series X at $499 or the Series S at $299 or for a low monthly price through Xbox All Access or grab them both if that's your thing. Beginning on September 22nd, you'll be able to pre-order Xbox Series X and S online at the following retailers. United States, 8 a.m. Pacific time. So they include the times for each region. 
Microsoft Store, Amazon, Best Buy, GameStop, Walmart, Target, Sam's Club, Newegg, and other participating retailers. The list continues. Canada, 8 a.m. Pacific Time, UK, 8 a.m. BST, Australia, 8 a.m. EST, and New Zealand, 8 a.m. NZST. Again, all the retailers are included in the Google Doc of the show to the show. But yeah, Microsoft had fun with this, and they said, don't worry, we'll let you know the exact time that you can get your pre-order in as well. And also, they put out another statement. I didn't include it in here, I forgot to. They said that, E-tailers, well, retailers that break that embargo will get less stock. Straight up. So, kind of cool. It's funny, though, that for for as long as Microsoft has been getting kicked in the ass, you know, from previous generation, yeah. they finally got like a, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> um, like no fanboy shit. I'm just saying it's funny because like with the sports, sports, sports and TV, you know, with the original Xbox one and, and mm-hmm. like, Hey, if you want to play game, like if you want to play, um, games on a disc or whatever, if you want to share games, we have a console, it's called the 360. Yeah. Yeah. Getting away from all that Phil Spencer coming in, kind of rebuilding everything. And then Sony having the biggest fucking blunder with pre-orders and Microsoft coming back. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. NVIDIA yeah. didn't have a capture on their website, so bot bought all the 3080s in eight, eight seconds. Yeah, yeah, that's... Yeah. Um, And yes, NVIDIA... Yeah, they did say that they're looking into the bots purchases as well and looking into each and every order, and then they're hoping to get them into actual people's hands. So, here's hoping. I would like one. Pre-orders with Xbox All Access will not be available in Canada, France, Poland, and South Korea on September 22nd, but the program will be available in these countries before the Series X and S launch this holiday. We'll have more details to share soon. So there's that. Will, are you going to try to get one? A pre-order? An Xbox? Yeah. Or no. You're going to try to get a PlayStation? Eventually. Okay. I won't have, I probably won't have it on release day. Sure. I'm uh, going for the card, the 3070. Okay. Who knows if I'll actually get one. Or I mean, like Dave said, hopefully they put a fucking capture on there. Right. <laughs> well, they're probably also going to release it midweek, and I'm going to be at work, which is going to suck. Um, so trying to order something on a mobile mobile phone is always rough. Um, Are I, you able to bring that with you? Um, I can't connect to work's Wi-Fi, though. Shit. I could. Mobile I, hotspot. My phone doesn't do it. It's not not enabled. I'd have to pay more through AT and T's a bitch with mobile hotspots. I hate it. Fuck you, AT and T. Um, but yeah, I honestly thought about going and getting because I can put a SIM card in this. Okay, putting a SIM card in it just to have internet everything available everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I thought that would be pretty cool. But then I'm paying for an extra phone line a month. Sure. So we'll see. I really I I'm I'm at the point where I think I'm gonna pay off because I'm I'm just gonna pay off my phone. And possibly switch carriers eventually. Because AT&T has been kind of a bitch lately. Understandable. Um, Either way. And maybe what I'm really hoping is that the iPhone 12, like, you know, maybe T-Mobile has like the sign up with us now and get a free iPhone 12. Oh, when you, sure. When you purchase another one. So I can get, because I, uh, I pay for my mom's phone because mm-hmm. just helping her out. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh. I think like 
she's oh we've always gotten her like she's never needed a, a giant smartphone or anything crazy so we've always gotten her like the lower budget ones sure i think for her to have like a brand new phone would be really be cool. cool so i think she'd like experience that. experience a full top end phone release you know hell yeah hell yeah all right will yeah that's all i got for cod another game swatch okay it's time for Will's Adventures with it. Fuck that. Will's Adventures with the Lovers. What'd right. you play? So Dave, I'm gonna I'm just gonna give Dave. Some information here. So he's always he's been. Oh, you're gonna shit on his life right now. No, 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 no. He's. I'll shit on his life. He's been commenting in the Discord like Will's adventures in the SVP program. So yeah, what do you got? Nothing. Uh, (laughs) So here's what's been going on. You know, wedding, uh, freaking honeymoon. I've been back, and basically all that's going on in the SVP Mm -hmm. is they run eights every once in a while. Oh, actually they run eights a lot, but it's always at like 10 o'clock at night. It's late night Halo, which has been known for Halo players, right? True. Not really for me. Okay. Um, I'm uh, The times they're playing, I'm just not able to play. Sure. Um, they have been talking about revamping the program. So I'm actually, I think while they're going through that, I'm not seeing a lot of um, in like help from the coaches and whatnot. And I haven't been asking for it uh, either. So it's my, my fault too. Also, there's a heavy focus. The SVP has their own teams, right, of coaches that play, of top the top-tier players that play, and the focus seems to be more on them. Mm-hmm. They're the ones getting the help, which I get. They're competing. They're, they have video to go over. You know what I mean? So they're, they're, the, they're the focus of the group. Yeah. Uh-oh, what are you? Um, no, I'm, I, for the record, I am fully listening to what you were saying. I'm also checking out football stuff. Oh. Kirk Cousins threw three interceptions already. Yep. Oh my God. <sighs> can we get rid of him now? Is that pot? Can we? I'll take Mitch Trubisky at this point. Fuck it. At least he ain't going <laughs> to fucking throw three interception in a goddamn game. He's terrible. Um, oh! Jesus. So, yeah. Um, not much has been going on with me in the Spartan SVP program. Okay. Um, and honestly, I, I don't know. I'm kind of waiting to see what they do for their next iteration, for their announcement, whatever they're coming up with. Sure. Um, also, they have, like, locked channels in there. Like, it's like SVP2 discussion, and I can get in all of them for some reason. So, <laughs> Sounds like you got to be, like, fucking... I got, I got, like, access I think I'm not supposed to have. I can join any of the voice channels that are, like, locked or not. So, um, yeah, just a heads up if anyone from SVP is listening. I have full access to your your, your Discord. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Dave says, I'm waiting on both systems. If I see a cool bundle, I might buy it. Maybe a cool infinite design one. That would be oh. cool. That would be yeah. cool. All right. So there's there's the SVP stuff out of the way that Dave's been asking for. Yes. Um, H5 and MCC community play date. Yep. Spell break. We tried it out uh, as part of our Wednesdays with uh, J&J. Wednesdays BJs. Wednesday B- <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> Spellbreak, it's interesting. It's a di- little different. Yeah. The, I need to get more accustomed to the controls. It's weird. It's a, it is. It's like you got your QE and then left and right click for attacks where, and um, 
I watched a couple streamers play it, mm-hmm. and they've run into people consistently and are like, oh, yeah, this guy's on all the time. He's a god at the game already. Like, there's people out there that are... Sure. I mean, it's understandable. Yeah, yeah. Any game can be like that. And I'm not sure if there's skill-based matchmaking in that, which... Oh, why did you bring that uh, up? <laughs> no, uh, it's funny you bring that up. There's been uh, a lot of conversation. We're, that's the topic next week yep. is skill-based matchmaking because yep. we'll talk about it next week. So, yeah. Um, but, no, Spellbreak was fun. Yeah. It's different. Uh, yeah, it's it's Spellbreak, Dave. It's on Epic Game Store for free, and it's like a Full free. wizard battle royale where you can float around and cast spells depending on what gauntlets you pick up. And Somebody said it's like Avatar Last Airbender, but a battle royale. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. It's neat. Um, but, it, yeah, it was, it was something different. We tried it out. Um, we got to the end a few times, just couldn't ever clutch a game. We came in second it's once. because I'm fucking bad. Like oh, that's I'm, what it was. <laughs> I was I'm bad too. Um, not as bad as me. <laughs> I promise you on that front. It's realm right now. No, it's different. It's 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 a little different. It's spell break. Yeah, it's it's its own game. It's, its own goddamn game. Um, Next thing we're gonna say is PUBG's Apex Legends. <laughs> Good lord, they're completely different. Um. It's not different enough. What the fuck are you talking about? It is. There's no mounts. You can you can fly. You can get different. Uh, like the map is more barren. <laughs> it is. Um, you that's can, my biggest complaint about that game so far with Spellbreak is that the map is just fucking, yeah, barren. True. I'm trying to think because like if the if there there's certain abilities that would play to being in closer quarters. I think it would be too hectic with all the different spells in close quarters. Sure. So just because they use the same design for armor, they're the same? Same design. I mean, they're not. They're completely different games. It's the same same thing about Halo. Yeah, you have different games. Yeah, yeah. Continue, Um, Will. Anyway, Rogue Company, we played as well for the... That was a lot of fun at the end. Oh, man. That game is fun. We, I think we found out we're better at the S&D game mode than the uh, the respawn game yeah. mode. And then when you get matched up against a good team, holy fuck. Well, yeah. That one makes me feel like there's some skill-based matchmaking, but... Not enough. Not We got... It was like... It was polar opposites, right? We would either win like 6-1 to one or 6-2 to two or we'd get demolished 6-1, to 6-2. to two, So... Um, and then we played Among Us on Friday with everyone. Dave dipped out early and never came back. Where the fuck do you go, Dave? We were waiting on you. I moved you. Fuck you, Dave. After like two hours, I just moved you out of the voice channel because you were in there, but not there. Um, (laughs) No, it was a fun time. We talked about it before the show. That was a lot of Um, fun. I only got imposter once and I got stuck because the other imposter got kicked out pretty early. Oh, no. And I was trying to get kills and whatnot. And like everyone like kind of suspected me. Cats, yo, sure. Um, Not a good enough reason. Fucking cats, bro. Um, so, like, si- everyone just stayed together in a group, and I'm like, I can't. That's what happened to me when I was imposters. Everyone yeah. stuck together. Yeah. And like, I'm I, like, shit. I can't, I can't do anything yep, now. Yep. And, like, I was, like, following them around, pretending to do a task. And then I did have an opportunity. I just realized I didn't take it. They were all doing the O2 button at the same time. So, I, multi-kill? Well, it, it doesn't give you a multi-kill, but they call it a stack kill. So, you, you when you all sit in the same spot, you can't tell who's who. So, you can right. kill, and it just a body flops over. Then you all move away, and there's a body there. So I could have, I really need, like, there was some suspicion on Jordan because they were like, oh, yeah, Jordan, where were you during that last round? So I could have killed, self-reported, and been like, yo, Jordan just killed on the stack. I saw it, 
And then, but then once the thing is, once Jordan got voted out, they know it's me. So Dave said he left. So it was fair. Oh no. I mean, we needed you to counter freaking rage, man. He was rage. More knew what the the fuck he was doing in that game. Using the vents properly, making good call outs. Um, I think all of us need to learn the map a little better because that would have made like, that's the thing when like when you're watching Lupo or the, the Ninja so play it, they know I, the map so I well. I could have been cheating then. Why? So whoever posted the the picture of the map in the Discord, I just had that up in a separate yeah. like at a monitor. Right. Because I didn't know where the fuck I was. So I would like when when people were asking questions, I would just retrace my steps on the map. Like I knew the room I was in at the end, mm-hmm. but I'd have to look and be like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't think I don't think that's cheating because it's not like, well, part of it kind of is because you can't bring up the map when you're, when you're playing the game yeah. or when you're talking, Yeah, when you're talking, you just have to remember where you were. Right. So yeah, you, Dave said he posted it. So yeah, I, I'll take responsibility if that's not something that people normally do. Joey had it up too. I know. Okay. So I mean, I was it's, just learning. Yeah. It's, it's about learning the map. Yeah. You, Dave says it's not cheating. Most and, people weren't used to the game. Yeah. 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 And I think that's it. Like there, there should almost be like a practice mode, right? Where you can walk around the ship. Sure. And th- there is, but the tasks aren't where they normally are. They're just mm. all in the middle for you to practice the tasks. Got it. I'm like, no, put the tasks like- Where they normally are. Yeah, so you can know, oh, the the leaf pulling thing is in oxygen and then the dump is down in storage, which I'm starting to learn. So I feel a little proud of myself, but- uh, <laughs> Jesus. You know you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That game's rad. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. We need to get more lobbies together because- um, I feel like the more we get to learn the game, the more the more fun it's going to be with people trying to lie or get away with yep. things. And um, it was, yeah. If Rage and you used it, that's cheating. Sure, I could see that because you guys have 20 hours in the game and know I what the fuck you're lot. doing. All right. And then Modern Warfare. Um, played some Warzone with some people. Leveling guns still. I'm uh, working on the Kilo and AK right now. Um, I got the gold skin on my Ram. Nice. So congratulations. Yeah. Uh, I spent a day and just did all the freaking tasks and it took forever. Um, and then Joey and I played in a gunfight tournament. We took second. Nice job. Um, the thing I don't like about the gunfight tournament is it's the ra- it's a random map every time you, okay. every thing you play. So the, we, the last, it was kind of funny because the first two maps, I didn't know at all. And we, do- we dominated six, one, six, two. The last map you played, you knew? The the last map, yep. Um, I knew it's speedball. It's like the paintball-looking course. And the thing that bugged me is that the last one, or actually everything we had was controller players. And the guns that we were using, like, so the in the, in the finals, you know, you start with random guns. So we had, like, pistols, single, like, single-shot weapons, which... But but not like snipers, more like the EBR, which is pop 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 pop. Yeah, pop. like a DMR type. Yeah, that plays more. Rifle. That plays more to a controller player because of auto aim. Sure, pistols, auto aim. Like and we so we went down like three to zero right away in rounds because they. I don't want to blame it on auto aim, but it felt like there was fights where if they were if they didn't have it, they wouldn't have hit that last yeah. shot or something, and it would have turned then a two on one situation, and we would have had advantage. Um. I hate to blame it on that, but we just, we, we kind of, we didn't do well on that last map. It's a map we've despised since the start of gunfight of modern warfare. Okay. 
And it just sucks we got that map in the finals. But you got second. That's we something got, to slouch we got second, at. Yeah. We got, a, we got a little emblem and a uh, calling card for it for nice. playing. And yeah. Anyway, That's I felt awesome. we should have won. Shoulda. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Next time. Next time. Taking home the dub. Yeah. All right, Josh. Looks yes. like uh, your list is almost the same. Almost. So, yeah. Halo 5 and MCC for the community play date. It was a fun time, as always. Uh, Rogue Company. I still like that game. I think that game's fun as fuck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Running as a squad is really awesome. Uh, I found my new main bitch. Scorch. Yep, I like Scorch. Fire! You're really good with that shotgun. Yeah, that shotgun's overpowered as fuck. <laughs> like, I'm just going to straight is up it, say it. Is it the double shot one? Like two shots and then reload? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So that's the counter to it is that you have to reload it after two shots, mm-hmm. but those two shots hit. Yeah, so if um, I think they do like, th- what, 50 damage, 55 damage per hit. So yeah, you get or if, if you get like a headshot, it could probably be 60. Yeah, and it's, it's a one shot down... When at close range, obviously. Yeah, the closer, yeah, there's actually damage fall off. Yep, so. and then if they're just a little bit ways away, it's just two shots and they're down. So yeah. it's it's dumb. And then that thing is that range is stupid. Yeah. So I mean, you're you're good on one on one fights. Yeah. It's it's when we, I feel like that last map we played, we kept getting just squeezed yep. wherever we were. And we couldn't. Yeah. Anyway. Um, spell break. Like I said, my my one complaint about that game is that the map is just too barren. So you generally don't like BRs. Correct. Generally. Generally. Apex you were fine with because of I like Apex fall, a lot. the Titanfall movement and yep. the shooting. And I always feel like there's, there's even when you're not in a fight, there's something interesting either going on or there's someplace to go to get loot. In Spellbreak, there is so much downtime. Yeah. Now, I don't, maybe it's, I'm not dropping in hot zones, but we've dropped in like areas that have, they're supposed to have good shit. Yeah, with mana pools. And yeah, that. and is it because the the player size is smaller? It's it not might be. It's yeah. not a hundred player BR. Right. It's only like sixty. Yeah, I think so. Maybe? I think it's sixty. I don't yep. remember. But yeah. Um. So, but from a BR experience. Yeah. That you generally don't like. How? I like. How it. did you enjoy it? I guess is my question. I like it. I think the. Uh, I think the powers are cool. Um, the element, the elemental powers are cool. I think that a lot of tweaking needs to take place because I think the poison is slows you too much. Yeah. Um, and I feel like if you're, if you're caught in the middle of a poison, you're fucked basically. I, I, yeah. And I honestly think, um, like squad composition could, could factor a lot too, because, um, we were telling you and we didn't really get to experience much when we were all playing together, but when Jordan and I were playing together, I would throw a wind tornado and then a fireball and it would make the wind tornado into a fire tornado. Like there's combinations. So it has like, like emergent gameplay factor to it. There's That's like so combinations cool. like that, that we don't even know about yet that can happen. That's really cool. So, um, I want to, I kind of want to experiment and play more with that game. Sure. I'm down. Cause, uh, but yeah, I, there was a lot of downtime. There was the, That's like, what it felt like. Yep, it, it, there would be instances where we would we'd land in the first zone and maybe kill one squad, right? There might be a squad there, and then we'd move to the next zone, and we we just keep moving until like the final area where everyone's just fighting each other, and it gets too chaotic. There's like at least ten to fifteen people in the final circle. Yeah, it, it gets too chaotic to where like so many spells are hitting that you don't know what's yours, you don't know what's theirs, you don't, you don't yeah, you don't know what the fuck is going it's, on. It's hectic. 
Um, the other thing is, is that I, I'm upset that, so not upset that a couple more inconveniences. There's no revive option. So, and usually in a, in a typical, uh, uh, common BR now you have a revive right. system. Fortnite has a reboot card, buybacks or gulag and Warzone. Yep, exactly. So you see these things more tr- they're, they're in traditional BRs at this point. It's not in there, but hopefully it comes at some point. I think it'd be nice to have another opportunity it, to come back and help a teammate. Is it? It it might still be beta. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and then the other thing, too, is that I think health is scarce. Yeah. Um. So I think having, again, the map is barren. Having more locations, more buildings, more opportunities for better gameplay, I guess you could say more opportunity because it's just, yeah. And then Dave says stone feels too strong. Agreed. That's a common consensus amongst the community. It seems. Yeah. The game just needs tweaking. It's not fully out yet. Like you said, I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't think it's fully out yet and work needs to be done, but I had a fun time. I'll, (laughs) I'll still play it. Absolutely. Um, super Mario 3d all-stars, uh, the camera and, and, uh, Super Mario 64 is so bad, but it's fun. And Super Mario Galaxy is a shit ton of fun on that. And I, the game that I was most excited to play, I still haven't launched yet. I haven't launched Sunshine. But All right. it's a fun time so far. And then we played Among Us. And um, I won as Imposter uh, once, I think. Lost as Imposter a few times. And yeah, that game's fun as shit. The one thing I will say is that Jordan played me like a goddamn fiddle. That was me moving this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He purposely did not kill me. So I would be on his side and it worked because he, he had multiple opportunities to kill me and he never did. So I never thought it was him really, but it's funny because I should have stuck with my gut because at the very beginning of that round, at the very beginning of that game, him and the other person who was the imposter, they were my suspects. I just had a feeling Jordan was one, but then the whole game played out as him never killing me when he had multiple opportunities and it was him and Joey at the end. And I know it wasn't me, obviously. And I voted Joey off. It was Jordan. And I felt bad. <laughs> um, but no, that game's fun as fuck. I'm excited to play more. Well, it's time for some shout outs. Shout out to everyone who joined the community playdate, both technically. And then shout out to everyone who's followed and subbed during the live show, including Davey Wavy and Jordan. Got to trust your gut and information in front of you. Facts over friendships. Oh, agreed. And that's the thing. It's just, I mean, it wasn't even a friendship deal. It was, it was, it was the fact that, like... He never Jor- killed me. He had Jor- multiple opportunities to. Jordan used you as an alibi the yep, whole game. He did. And it worked. It absolutely worked. Absolutely nothing to do with the friendship mentality. It was just he he literally had multiple opportunities to end me, and he never did. And I was alone. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's the thing. If I was close to somebody, i get it. But I wasn't. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Um... Happy Halo anniversary to Halo Reach. For as much as I don't care for that title, it was its 10-year anniversary the other day. Happy belated birthday to Mick Wynn, and congratulations to Roy on becoming a father. 
Roy, I think he may have a boy. <laughs> he did have a boy. So I hope the whole, I hope the, uh, that's Roy's boy. Or yeah, just Roy's boy, Roy's boy. That's Roy's, Roy's boy, boy and Roy's our boy. <laughs> Roy's got boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's that community creations, halo memes every day. Check them out. You know what it is. Clips of the week. Number 72 by high tech redneck will go live more than likely tomorrow. We have step of your game in the most hated game types. This is by San. Does a little in-depth dive on oddball. We have a Halo Community Spotlight by Snickerdoodle. We have the Halo Mole release date announcement. This is by the Halo Mole. And don't miss the series premiere of the Halo Mole on October 3rd, 2020 at 2 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time, and 7 p.m. BST. I'm going to yawn. I'm sorry. What the Halo Mole is, according to the trailer, it's a reality TV show in a machinima. It's where competitors, it's like 16 competitors, I believe, like go through obstacles and whatnot. And the goal is to find out who the mole is. There's one like person. The Sabbath, like, yeah, yeah there, it's like Among Us. There used to be a TV show called The Mole. Well, there you go. It's and the Halo was, Mole. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. Watch that if you're able to. Make a paper Xbox Series X and S. This is by Xbox. You, don't, don't try to connect your controllers. <laughs> if you're interested in making a scale replica, like a two scale replica of a series X and series S to see how it fits in your entertainment system, you can go ahead and do so. Print it out, <laughs> cut it out. <laughs> I thought it was the funniest thing, but that's, I'm like, you that's, know, yeah, that's something. Well, it's funny because the, the PlayStation five is fucking huge. So being able to get cutouts and, like, you know, see if they fit. That's so kind of cool. Slide this here. Yeah, it's kind of cool. And then finally, what happened today, uh, how proper execution made the best Halo team give up. It's by Halo. Oh, this is by Paradise Halo. It's a Halo 3 video. Please go ahead and check that out as well. Will, I was going to say, um, I said I was going to include something about Halo 4, right? Well, I have that thing. So, um, Brian makes games. Somebody put out a tweet. <laughs> Suburbanite slob. I'm not trying to call you out. Okay. There is a trend. That's like, uh, the four games that you like that you don't think other people would like or whatever that you think you like more than others, mm-hmm. whatever it may be like those four pictures or, you know, sure. So it's one of those trends. And Suburbanite Slot put out, uh, what are four games that you're pretty sure you like more than anyone else you know? And he put, uh, he or she put Dark uh, Star Wars Dark Forces, Roundabout, Left 4 Dead, and Halo 4. Brian, Brian Makes Games, added me as a reply and said, uh, JK Fire would like a word, re-Halo 4. Suburbanite said, in a good way or bad way? Brian replied, oh, in a good way for sure. The man is basically a living meme at this point. (laughs) (laughs) And then Suburbanite said, haha, good. Every time I play Halo 4 multiplayer convinces me that it might be the best in the series. Almost didn't want to include that comment because I know people are probably like, (gasps) but like, you know, it's a person's opinion. Sure. Fuck you, Brian. (laughs) 
Oh. I do like Halo Force multiplayer, but that's yeah, it is what it is. Um, it's good stuff. What are you looking at? You just have a surprised look on your face right now. Courtney Cronin on Twitter stated, when Vikings offense next takes the field, Cousins will start the series with a 0.0 passer rating. Yep. Barring come from behind win in the fourth quarter, any big numbers Cousins puts up here needs to be explained with context. Too much, so, well, they scored 34 last week without mentioning Green Bay was in uh, preventive defense. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the stat line through the third quarter. Cousins, 6 for 20 for 59 yards and three interceptions. The score is 3 to 25 right now. Yeah. 3 to 25. I'm glad we're not watching this. I know. I'd be yelling. I'd be. Wow, Cousins. I'm glad we extended his contract. <laughs> it's so it's bad. Just, I, I didn't want him in the first place. God damn it. I didn't want him either. We should have tanked for Trevor Lawrence. Well, we're going to tank this year, so God damn. I'm not on purpose. Oh, my God. Think about that. Holy shit. Think about that. Our schedule is one of the hardest in the league. Mm-hmm. I thought this game was a winnable one for us. Oh, me too. Holy shit. If we don't turn it around. I'm all for winning. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't want to lose. We could get one of the best collegiate QB prospects ever if we get the first overall pick. But are we going to sign a QB with Cousins? Why the fuck not? Get rid of his ass. Because we need, we're going to play, we're going to do a dumb move where we sign like an offensive lineman or a defensive lineman because that's what's hurting this year. It hurts every year. It does. (laughs) No. Oh my God. Okay, so the real question is, can we be worse? Can we be worse than Miami? And can we be worse than Jacksonville? (laughs) Can we be worse than Detroit? Mm. Oh, man. Can we be worse than the Giants and the Jets? Dude, we have to be worse than a lot of teams here, okay? What is it? Is it 17 games in the regular season? 16 or 17? Hashtag tank for Trevor. That's what we're doing. Okay. We're tanking for Trevor Lawrence. Well, last year was hashtag tank for Tua. And Miami got uh, Tua. Yeah. Think about that. You could have a really good quarterback. Like for for once. Uh, since. Uh, okay. Let's continue. That's all I got. As a matter of fact, yeah. Uh, Will, without further ado, since we are at the tail end of the show, please plug the show. Find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HGS Pro Talk. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Bobby, and Stitcher, Spotify, and others as well. Pocket Cast. Know about the show? Join the Discord. Join the community discussion. A lot of organization stuff going on in there with uh, you know getting play dates together, topic discussion together, whatever. Stay tuned for whenever Will decides that the next Among Us play date's going to be. Okay. I'm putting that in your hands. Right. It was awesome. All right. Had a great time. We need a full squad this time and for people to stick around because that was, was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, we have our Xbox Club and Spartan Company. They're still there. HGS Pro Talk. Look it up. Look it up. On the socials, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. If you want an account, YouTube and Twitch, where you can find us. If you just search HCS Pro Talk, 
And then Esportspedia page, and we have our own website, hsprotalk.com. Go check it all out. Merch is available there. If you want to buy an HCS Pro Talk mug or shirt, you could do that. You could. That you could. You could do that. There you go. I recommend you do that. Give us money. <laughs> Deadbolt, thank you for being here. Yep. And thank you for the comment. Greatly appreciate we it. We do have our after show for the live uh, video where we go over stupid puns and jokes. They are stupid. The I'm glad you agree with that. And just chat for a little bit. So We do, especially with the shit show of a Vikings game, which I'd rather not watch. So <laughs> it's oh. 3 to 25. All right. Wow. Should have played the Colts defense this week. I have them. Do you? Yeah. You should check what they're at right now. 17 points. Three interceptions and a safety. I forgot you said he got a safety too. God, we're bad. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 145 of HCS Pro Talk. I want to thank you very much for listening. I want to thank you very much for watching. Uh, like I said, the topic for next week's show is going to be skill-based matchmaking. We're going to talk about it. I think people are, personally, I think people are blowing things out of proportion. And Leffen, who is a Super Smash Brothers pro, um, put out a statement that I actually really agree with. So we're going to talk about skill-based matchmaking next week. Bring your bring your thoughts. Um, try to keep things civil, please. And I'm excited to, I, I personally, I'm just going to say this. Personally, I'm in the mindset that I, I think I like it more than I dislike it, but I really want to hear what people have to say who are on the boat of, no, it's not that great of a thing. So I want to get those uh, viewpoints as well. Bring your viewpoints for next week's show. Skill-based matchmaking should be a good discussion. Guys, it's going to do, episode, do it for episode 145. Thank you very much again for listening and watching and all the fun stuff. We'll catch you next week where we're going to talk about some more things, hopefully a lot more Halo-related things, but we'll just have to wait and see. But until then, bye-bye! <laughs>